news. They're dead. Welcome to Fascinated with Films. Okay. That sounds pretty cool, huh? That's not bad. Let's go with That's that. Okay. Hello! And Hello, welcome everyone. To a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. That is not Justin's voice. That is not Dave's voice. This is Cousin Eric's voice, man. Hello, everyone. Everyone should be somewhat familiar with Cousin Eric if you followed us for any point of time because you've been on like, what, five or six Five pods? or six now. This is probably number six. Yeah. It's yep. awesome, man. That means if me and you hear me in Eric's voice, that means he is not in Gainesville. I'm in, definitely in Massachusetts right now. Not in Massachusetts. Having a great time as always. That's why it, it's a no-brainer to do horror movies up here because I am surrounded by horror like everywhere. Yep. Eric, there's a reason we pick horror, me, me and Eric, every time we go up here. We grew up with wa- horror. We watched a lot of our first ho- major horror movies together. Yep. And Eric... And myself too, but not anywhere near as uh, big as Eric does. Have a huge horror collection. Horror is the specifically best. like Universal monsters, yep. Jason. But then you have like you have a piece almost from every horror movie. Or every Pretty good much, one, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Do you have a pumpkin head piece? Uh, I get that big seal one at the shop. It goes like six hundred bucks. It's on the top one of those. Um, it's a statue. Uh, it's it's a movable statue. Oh, okay. But it's uh, eighteen inches tall. Wow. It's, it's, it's in awesome. the box, not displayed. I can't. It's yeah. it, the box is beautiful. It's why it's, isn't it here, man? It drops three hundred dollars because the box is so big. <laughs> I know where to put you it. You wouldn't open it though, here. I thought about. it. I'm looking for a cheap one that I could have. Yeah. Open, they need to have a smaller one scale. That's a great. They, figure. they have a McFarlane one. It's it stands about, uh, oh, about okay. twelve inches tall. That's in the other room. Oh, yeah. so you do have other yeah, ones too. I have a smaller one. How here. many? See, there's got to be. There's so many movie geeks and horror geeks out there. There's mm-hmm. probably no horror person that's gotten by. Without uh, the, the, the guy from Reanimator, they don't do anything for him. Yeah, that's I think crazy. it was the first figure I found for him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Herbert so. West, man. Yep. I had when I bought the I bought a DVD way back in the day, a collector's limited edition. They they released that DVD so many fucking times, and I've been yep. burned so many times on it because you're just rebuying the same shit. Right. Right. I, I have a copy now of the movie, and I don't need another one. But back in the day, and I don't know whatever happened to it. It was really cool. It was a collector's limited edition that came with a a syringe. It looked like a syringe, but it was oh, actually a, like a, a, pen? a highlighter. Oh, okay. Like All a right. yellow highlighter. Really cool. And when it uh, it just looked like a syringe, but it had that fluorescent green stuff, and you could use yep. it. And I know I've used it a couple times just to make sure it worked, but I don't know whatever happened to That's it. That's wicked it was cool. cool. It was huh. a really cool item. I'm I like it. It's probably on eBay now for four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Some of that old horror stuff it goes up quickly because it's so obscure. Uh, yeah, we've been living so we've been living horror and some uh, major toy action up here. If you're not familiar with, with Eric, Eric is a uh, a toy collector, collector slash entrepreneur Ash Hunter. He just he hunts it, he loves it, he sells it. He'll give you a great deal. He's got yeah, a shop cool. in Easton, Mass. Yep, we got the Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles, which is basically my name, little uh, acronym there. And uh, we just opened the second side, which is uh, Parts Unknown. And then we get more of the pop culture stuff over there, more movie stuff, the high-end stuff that you might want to take a look at or whatnot. Yeah, but. they got some crazy, crazy stuff over there, and I definitely dropped some money. <laughs> we got to take the squeaky toy away from the dog. Yeah, you do. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry. 
There's plenty of toys around here. Grab that $300 figure on the ground and shake it around. Please do not. <laughs> He's done that a couple here, times. Here, face the mic. He's done that a couple times. Don't lose our mic action here. You're going to make my job hard later on. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I can do, do some magic, but not all of it. That's so, yeah, I've spent like $800 plus on some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, certainly worth way more than that. So I get to kind of fill my own collection at home, which any of know me, I have pretty big uh, like retro and some modern stuff here and there, horror stuff mm -hmm. and... Yeah, it's all awesome, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Keeps us happy yeah. and young. So before we get into this, I want to, on the record, on audio, have a minor discussion on this new Halloween movie. Okay. Uh, now, overall, I thought, and if you had listened to the pod last week, me and Justin, both of us didn't much care for it at all. We thought maybe there's a couple scenes you can pull out here and there that would be worth it. And I, I most certainly need to watch it again, but... Man, I got such a horrible taste in my mouth about about a half hour into it. Because I thought they were building to something, and then I realized, no, this is it. This is what they're going to do here. And I was just disappointed, the whole bringing the, the childhood kids back and using the same actors as before to bring them back, and the storyline just mm -hmm. kind of going completely flat. Yep. Now, with that intro, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I was very excited for it, first of all. I actually got the, uh, the station it was on just for that. And uh, the first time I watched it, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't too bad with it. It didn't seem horrible. I liked the way they filled in the uh, the '70s backstory for a lot of these characters, things that were going on that we never saw. That was probably my favorite part about it. Um, like I said, getting through the movie, I was like, "All right, there were parts I didn't like. Now it's just the opposite. There are more parts I don't like than I yeah. do. Unfortunately, there are some really good scenes." And it's over-the-top gore and violence, but it was... It just didn't fit the character, in my it, opinion. No, it never would. It never would, but they just wanted to throw that in. And it, like, I mean, it we, might have We were fit. pissed off when, when Zombie went this route. Yeah. And now now these guys do it, and it's it's okay, I guess, but that just doesn't make sense. It, yeah, I felt the same. I think they... It's not the first time someone has slipped on their second uh, on that second movie of a trilogy, too. So that's true. I really hope that they kind of right the ship on the third one yep. and just bring us back to where it needs to be. I thought there was not enough Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, why have that whole buildup of that particular family? Yeah, you know, through that first one, if you're gonna have just abandon that in the second exactly. one. Exactly. And the firefighter scene—that seems like a Jason so, thing. And even so Jason, it seems a little out yeah, of touch yeah. for. It might be like a new Jason type of thing. Yeah. but it wouldn't. John be... Wick. I thought it was like more like. John Wick, right, you know, he's right. taking out like groups of people. Yep. Don't yep. take out groups of people if you're No, you Michael. go out the back door. Ah! Yep. Roddy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We have a puppy. We have a puppy. We'll occasionally hear him, but not much. All right. So, there was another. What was the other? Uh, I was going to mention another movie, too. Damn. Hmm. It's gone. Okay. Sorry. Malignant was good. Malignant was good, yeah. Yes. I, I definitely need to check that out. I haven't yeah. seen that. It's uh, it's different. It just came out not too long ago. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't want to give up anything because there's some stuff in there. Yeah. Righty. All right. So what we've done this week, and this week's going to be super exciting. Usually, I think we've done we've done Friday 13th. We've yep. done movie sequels. We've done old school, like 50s yep. uh, films. Uh, what else? We did uh, we did uh, 90s uh, horror. Nine, I think we did uh, 80s horror. And we right? did, I think we probably did 80s horror also. Yeah. yeah. So this week, this time, we decided we're just going to go all balls out fucking wild card. Yep. Whatever you want, sequels, not sequels, kind of anything that you might have liked. That And I went obscure, man, so I'm hoping to, I to edu educate a little here along with uh, just kind of geeking out over them. And for me... 
I mean, I grew up in the 80s watching these movies, and in the 80s, that was a simple formula. As long as you showed some really great death scenes, you had some halfway decent actors, you had some good nudity in it, and uh, just some have that good tone and kind of feel through the whole thing. I was happy with it. I, I, I got, agree. I got, I didn't get disappointed with as many films in the 80s as I liked them. I mean, I liked I, yeah. more than I hated. Me too, me too. Because you could find something good yeah, about it. Yeah, and they were, they were, so they were doing this this whole thing the first time in a lot of ways. Like, now they're just rehashing everything. Yeah. So we're seeing stuff in the 80s that hadn't really been done so much, maybe a little different uh, ways they did stuff. Now you've, you've seen it all. I'm at least happy that we've gone past the period where they think they're going to have to remake it. They're at least going to do it 10 years down the line, right. like they're doing with Ghostbusters, like they did with yep, yep. Halloween. Or they're going to do a prequel that shows you, all right, let's show a young Dr. Loomis, yes, you know, working yes. with Michael when he first comes in. Now, right. that's an idea yeah, that I could yeah, get behind. Exactly. And and it's a... It's a That'll be the natural course of things next because they're not going to go forward anymore. The only way they can go is backwards or do a whole different thing. I agree. And uh, yeah. they need to cast that new one better too. So Yeah. Keep Anthony Michael Hall up. And I had heard him say too, he said, I'm totally willing to <laughs> I'm totally willing to come back for as many as you want. No, don't do it, dude. Right. I love you in weird science. I really do. Yep. But yep. No. I haven't really seen him in anything recently. Yeah. I'm so. sorry. We went back to Halloween all of a sudden. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> We might do it several times, yeah. if you, especially if you pick a Halloween movie. All right, yep. obscure, great stuff. I am eager to hear what you're bringing to the table here. Why don't you start us off? All right, I'm all over the place, by the way. I mean, oh, I'm there were the so place. many good movies I could have chose. Um, I, I'm just going to start with one I loved since I was a kid. Oh. Uh, not sure of the year, I believe it's ni- 1980, Alligator. Alligator, 1980, man. Yep. Hells yeah. Love it. Absolutely first, love this movie. First time I saw it... Uh, well, the first time I had any images of it was from Terror in the Isles. Yep. Because I saw Terror in the I saw Terror in the Isles really early. Yeah. Earlier than I should have. Because I remember yep. arguing with my parents. They're like, you're not watching The Shining. I said, I watched the horrible parts already right. on Terror right. in the Isles. There's nothing that I can't see. And you probably watched it on TV? Because um, Channel 56 did it every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so uh, I definitely watched it. Uh, just, And they didn't show many clips of that in there. No, I would no. Before we get into that, I, I can't stress enough how important the movie Terror in the Isles is. We both Absolutely. watched it for Halloween this yep. year. It is so good. It is a compilation of all the best horror movies from the inception of film all the way until about 83, I'd say. Yeah, and then Right yeah. before, uh, there was no uh, Friday 13th Part 3, but there was Part okay. 2 yeah. in there. So it's got to be around 83. Okay. And uh, I always wished growing up that they came up with a sequel of it. I always wished that we we had the idea that one day we were going to do that kind of clip thing. We were going to record it on something and then play it. It would have been a nightmare back right. to the technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. It was well, I, did, I, did, I did with wrestling all the time. But yeah. yeah, it was a pain. It would have been never a pain looked, to do. It never looked good either. Yeah, <laughs> but I would have loved to, uh, to pull that off because... It's such a great documentary, and whoever edited this really deserves more credit. The, yeah. That last minute of the movie where they build it up. And they do like and, a quick... They're all like 
chase they're all going through uh walking around and the tension builds and builds remember everyone swings their knife mm -hmm. at the same mm -hmm. time and it ends with leatherface closing the door yep. and the credits just roll yeah, and i was like perfect. oh god it yeah. was like the best edited scene like the you two minutes keep before watching. the credits yeah you, you almost want uh, to keep on watching so well it was, done it it's, so it's a documentary but it's it's just the clips of the best horror movies you've ever seen yeah i mean all over the and it's not just horror movies like was, thrillers yeah there was some good uh, stuff in there too like nighthawks uh, would never uh, be on um, uh, a horror movie but it's perfect thriller it was it was the one with uh, dustin hoffman uh, marathon marathon man. Man. yeah you, you can never you. count that as yeah. a uh, horror but thriller and i talked Absolutely. about this like uh the last episode with me and dave how thrillers are really good in the way where they kind of skirt the line from drama yep. to like just thrilling and i love thrillers yeah. a good thriller man it doesn't have to be blood and gore to make me jump out of my chair in exactly. fact it probably it's not going to be what makes me jump out of my chair blood no. and gore doesn't unless you're no, doing something real all. extreme i've never exactly. seen before but no but i think it's we've seen jumps, it before <laughs> it's the jumps and all that stuff and that's why alligator is a yeah. good one because you have all that that you have the horror of this giant creature mm -hmm. living in the sewer basically it's it's a um a circus pet that's been flushed on the toilet <laughs> yeah and it just mutates down there and the reason it's mutating down there is because there's this freaking whacked out doctor <laughs> Doing experimental shit with steroids on uh, on animals and dumping the dog carcasses down the sewer. Wasn't the whacked out doctor someone famous too? Um, know, like, because Robert Forster was in this, which is yeah, probably the he, first Robert Forster movie, other than maybe Delta Force. But this okay. was before Delta Force, right? Do you um, remember him in Delta Force? He was like he, he's doing like some crazy Hispanic accent, like he's Colombian or something. It's crazy. I probably do. It's I wild. I'll have to show you a picture of him afterwards. But let me look up the cast of Alligator while you're talking here. But he uh, that he was dropping the uh, the d dog remains in the, the the sewer, and the alligator was getting larger and larger, eating all the remains that were pumped with the uh, the steroids and whatnot that were putting in there. So there's some think really good actors huge. in this. Think of huge inside eating people. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the, the scene where he comes short. out of the ground. Yeah. Like he, and he splits the sidewalk. Yeah. When the when the kids are playing yeah, uh, yeah. like stickball. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. It's... The kid runs upstairs and grabs a knife and he thinks he's gonna stab it. I mean, there's obviously a certain level of camp, and this might have been a canon yeah. pictures, uh, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it seemed like it should have But some of the other actors, like Michael Gazzo was in this. He was... Uh, he was uh, the cop. Uh, he was the cop. He's this guy. He's, he's, he's from Godfather 2. Yeah, he was the old cop. And, he's the one who kept on giving him the, uh, uh, the words. Sidney Lassick, who plays uh, Cheswick from uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. He yeah, he's also in he Deep was, Cover. He was a doctor. Yep, he was great in this. Yep. Henry Silva... Henry Silva, Henry Silva was crazy, awesome man. in this movie. Yeah, he was the hunter. If, if you don't know who Henry Silva is, look him up. He is, go to silence. He's like a real life madman. I think. I think that's you know how Crispin yeah. Glover's kind of weird in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I think Henry Silva could be his dad because really? he just he seems odd. Every role he does, he's weird. You ever seen yeah. Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai with? Uh, no, I didn't know who was in that. So good. He plays uh. one of the. Uh, like the Goombas in the movie, that, yeah. and he's Perfect. so weird. Yeah, he's just so weird. I love him. In, was he uh, in Next to Ken? Was he the? Um, oh, quite possible. I haven't seen Next to Ken in forever. I haven't either, but I think he was the uh, the the mob boss in that too. Uh, I loved him in Alan Quartermain, The Lost City of Gold. Remember yep. he had the big yep. mane, yep. and it was just that. him and Cassandra Peterson. My favorite role was uh, Code of Silence, though, when he was the, uh, the Code of the Silence was great. Yeah, that was a great movie. One he of had like Chuck one Norris crazy films. line or something in Code of Silence too. He was wild. Hmm. This must have been a canon. He was picture. talking about uh, cutting his throat and let the tongue hanging out. Real nice necktie. Oh God, he that he. This must be a canon picture because uh, he's a canon guy. Yeah, yeah, he, definitely. All those movies, and so was uh, Delta Force was uh, was one too. Yeah. Yeah, so this had a lot of people in this. I'm trying yeah. to think. Oh, it also had Perry Lang. He was the uh, guy from 1941 okay. that worked with the kid who danced all the time, the blonde-haired guy. Yeah. 
That's my friend. Look at him dancing. The uh, the best scene in the movie was their their kids at a birthday party and they're trying to make each other walk the plank on the uh, the pool in the backyard, and um, just as the kids about to get dropped in the water, he looks down through his blindfold and sees the alligators in the in the water in the pool. Mouth opens up. It's terrible. Oh man, it's so terrible. The blood just turns. You know the pool. It actually bloody. plays a lot less cheesy than you expect because there's a lot of like the human element in it. Yeah, and they made the gator look really good. Yeah, he was. I mean, they awesome. made him look really, really good. The stuff in the sewer too. Obviously, it was like the head on a stick. Yeah, you know when they were yeah. running along. Yeah, of with course, it. of course. But it looked good, and they had a lot of gator shots in there too. So. They did and a great all job. for Robert Forster being a badass back then, too, man. Yep. It's amazing how many people don't know him other than from, like, Jackie Brown forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had a whole major career. If Quentin's putting you in a movie, that means you were big in the 70s. Of course, of course. And uh, yeah. he was huge in the 70s. Lots of movies, man. If you go, like, and I'm always coming across a 70s movie and just Robert Forster just pops up in it. It's yep. great. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. Did you watch it the movie before Tear in the Isles? Oh, yeah. That was one of the earlier horror yeah. movies I watched. I didn't watch Terror in the Isles. I, I must have watched it older. with you then. I Probably. must have watched it with you. Did you yeah. have it on a, video? Uh, yeah, we had recorded it. Oh, off TV? We, we yeah. recorded it off of uh, regular television, which we normally wouldn't do because of commercials. Yeah. It was usually off cable, but I liked it so much I had it on a... Uh, I did regular. that every once in a while. It got better once you realized you could just... If you were paying attention, you yeah. could pause it. You could pause it, but if you're not paying attention, you... you yep. You I've screwed unpause myself it. Yeah. many a like, time. Like, oh, son of a bitch, there's only 15 minutes left in this movie. I missed the ending. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> I remember, and I uh, may have mentioned this before, but uh, you were the first person that I knew that had a wired remote from your VCR. Oh, really? It was attached yeah, to yeah. a wire. Yeah. It was cra- like a like a video, uh, like a, like a video a, game controller. Yeah, but it looked like a microphone almost. It was yeah. like long and skinny. It was just weird that it was attached because yeah. it was the only one I saw. And, be- and shortly after that, they came up with uh, the, the, wireless. the wireless ones yeah. with the batteries. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. we seem old, man. <laughs> oh, I am. That's it's all good. <laughs> all right, age, age is just a number. Check it out. All right, I'm gonna pick one here. Where's my list? Let me pull it up. I had it up for a second. All right, I'm gonna go with this. Was one I loved, like movie magazines from uh, the video store. I used to get them from Video Junction. They had yeah. a movie magazine there. I don't know if you remember what it was called, but it was like uh, it, it just oh, showed tell the, you upcoming, the, the upcoming, upcoming movies yeah, it was just and like, stuff like that. It was like a heavy It was flyer. like Insight or something yeah, like that, yeah. but it was video uh, stuff. And that was the first time I had heard about uh, Big Trouble China. They had oh, yeah. pictures of it in there, and yep. I was super excited to see it. But they would page after page of cool like uh, VHS covers and stuff like yep. that. And that, wh- That's how you were picking your movie because there was no synopsis. Oh, yeah. No so internet. You, you're literally just picking it off a picture. In a single, so key. in like a paragraph. A yeah. paragraph. Oh, they gave you a synopsis? Oh, on the back, pay, on the back of the VHS cover. Oh, no, I'm saying in the oh, magazine. Oh, in the magazine? Yeah, they gave you sometimes nothing. It's basically just a picture you could, They could have given you the cheesy tagline for sure. Right, right. Probably whatever was on the poster. Yep. But, uh, man, and I love uh, I love those old VHSs. They're mm-hmm. just so great. And now they're going up in value, as oh my we see. Yeah, I just found that up when I was up here. Eric's telling me about an, uh, a Return of the Living Dead VHS copy. That uh, is worth like what? Uh, we're selling it for about 120, and we just sold another one, uh, a, a very obscure one that sold for 400 dollars before us. And we we wound up getting 250 what was that for one? it. Uh, not skin alive, dead, dead. Oh, dead alive? No, it wasn't dead alive. It was something oddball like that, though. I it wasn't the Peter Jackson one. No, it was no, not. Okay. No, no, that that's kind of common. Yeah. The one with the uh, skull face. He's pulling his. Yeah, mouth. what he's pulling yeah. apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty not kind of dead and buried. It's a kind of an obscure one too. No, it was it was something I had never heard of. Huh, this is something straight up I never heard of. Uh, 
Yeah, so this was this movie I'm about to talk about was in that magazine. I saw the cover all the time, and this is 1987's American Gothic. Okay, and it had Rod Steiger, and yep. I always uh, forget her name. The woman who played Lily Munster, uh, Yvonne De Carlo. Yvonne De Carlo, and she also played like uh, the Godfather's wife. She was like, oh yeah yeah uh, Marlon yeah. Brando's wife yeah and yeah Godfather. yeah yeah well, she's she, done a she whole wasn't bunch of in a ton of that movie uh, no more yeah only when, not, he was, never, when he was sick in exactly the, in the, in you don't really focus too much on her because there's yeah. so much going on every scene you she's see there her every once in a while yeah that, that's how they looked at the uh, the wives we, we don't want to <laughs> see you uh, she was also wasn't she an Oscar yeah 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 she was actually yeah uh, I forgot all about that and I saw her in a couple like really young movies she uh, like when she was around the time doing uh, the monsters yeah okay. she was like uh, really sexy huh. uh, oh, back yeah. in the day yeah, yeah. this picture uh, and uh yeah in this movie she was obviously older this was 87 yep. and it was her and Rod Steiger Rod Steiger obviously super famous from the uh, the 50s and the 60s did a lot of Marlon Brando pictures uh yep. what was the uh, <clears throat> one on the dock that they did uh damn I can't remember it even Larry even Marie Saints in it uh, on the waterfront. Yeah, Never he was famous it. for that. And then he got into horror films. Remember, he was the priest in End of Days. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And he did several of those types of uh, uh, flicks towards the end of his career. He did a bunch of those types of stuff. Sorry, guys, we got a puppy here. Give me one second. So immediately when I saw the poster, I was like, well, because it was the American Gothic, the art print, you know, the, yep, the, the old woman with the yeah, pitchfork. Yep. Except in this one. I think he he might have still had a pitchfork, but she had a bloody knife, and in the background, the house yep. there was like kids in the window screaming, oh, that's like crazy. teenagers. Huh. And this was an awesome movie, and I just I have I've been mentioning on the previous pods that I have a guy in Pittsburgh that I've been buying like a shitload of obscure horror movies from. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, American Gothic! Mm-hmm. So I snatched it up immediately. You didn't own it? Uh, I didn't own it. It's obscure. It's really hard to find. I've, I have not seen it in, in forever. Yeah. It, anywhere and it's a simple story and it's it's so well done too and it's these uh teenagers but they're like no nah, they might not even be teenagers i think they're probably in their like early 20s mm-hmm. and they all take a plane out and they're gonna go to somewhere in the pacific northwest and something happens with the plane and it goes down mm-hmm. and they're like hey woods are woods man let's just party here they set right. up their tents and everything but then after a while they decide to kind of explore the area so mm-hmm. they go up and this is at the point where you really didn't care what happened to these kids at some point. One of the girls you were kind of following, and at the very beginning of the movie, you realized that she just got out of a, an institute. Uh, for yeah. uh, She had something go wrong with her baby. I think her baby drowned, and then she didn't handle it right, obviously, and okay. had to go away to an institute. Yeah. So she wasn't all automatically all there. And she ends up losing her shit halfway through the movie and everything and kind of buying into what this family is doing. But yeah. uh, So... They go up, and this is where they lost me, too. They go up to this, they see a house, and they just go into the house right. and start trying on their clothes like nothing. and playing music. Like, come on, this is obviously someone's house, and no one yeah. even says that. That's why you have no sympathy towards them. Yeah, you know? and I'm like, oh, fuck these people up, these home invaders. Yeah. So all of a sudden, <laughs> while they're doing this, it was super uncomfortable. Like Rob Steiger and, uh, I'm just going to call her Lily, uh, yeah. and Lily show up at the front door. And they're and they make it like there's nothing wrong. You, no, got, you kids fine. are just yeah. having being kids. Why yep. don't you stay and hang out? And they're like, do you have a phone? We have uh, we have plane problems. No, we don't have any of those kind of instruments. You can tell that they're very mm-hmm. godly people. And at this point, you don't see any kids. It's just them. And mm-hmm. they actually have dinner with them. And they the kids are like snotty and everything. I'm like, man, you're in these people's houses. They could kick and, you out at any time. Yeah. Why are you being snotty with exactly. them? Exactly. And, and they, they found they, you in there going through this, yeah. this shit. And they're making you fried chicken. Come on, dude. Do whatever it takes. <laughs> so uh, 
at some point, one of them is exploring upstairs and comes across this. She's a great actress, too. The only thing I remember from is A Perfect Storm. She was really okay. great. She worked the bar at A Perfect Storm. She was a bartender. And uh, she was probably in this movie about 40, 45. Mm -hmm. But she's wearing like one of those baby doll dresses. And she's acting 10, if not mm -hmm. 7, maybe. Maybe 7. Yeah, I think seven is probably a more accurate okay. age because she's at some point she's there. Uh, she's saying, "Oh, well, you want to see my baby?" and this and that, and that kind of triggers the other woman. But she carries like a dead baby around yep. with her, and you're like, "Holy shit, what's going on?" Obviously, this family is fucked up. Uh -huh. And so at this point, we think, "All right, they have this weird daughter and shit strange." And they just they're just holding her up there so no one sees yeah. her. You know, they're kind of embarrassed. They say they have someone it. that can be a mechanic show up the next morning, so that's what kind of keeps them around. So they're sticking around at the yeah. house. Okay. Uh, which, once stuff's not weird, I'd be like, I'm going to go down to the campsite. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. So one of the guys comes out, and he had already met the 40-year-old. Seven-year-old. thinks she's a seven-year-old. And she is pushing a guy on the um, swings. And I was like, who the fuck is this? There's another one of them here. And it's her brother, who's also, like, maybe in his 50s, actually, yeah. also acting like a little kid. But he is a uh, somewhat famous actor. He was in Scrooged. Okay. He was in Tango and Cash. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid. Uh, uh, not the kid. Not the, the, the older guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's this, really this, interesting This truck looking. will go through a brick wall. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, yeah, look him up, that guy. He's the one who freezes in the uh, in the sewer or whatever in, yeah. uh, in Scrooge. In Scrooge, yeah. yeah. They saw him frozen. He, he always <clears throat> plays a very unique character, and he's kind of very, very goofy. Goofy, but yeah. lovable type very, of character. Very, very, yes. Oh, he was in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, duh. He was oh, in the very duh. beginning. Yeah, with Spalding. Damn, man. Yeah. I, w I can't believe neither of us thought of that. Especially because I just wa I just watched that yeah. last week. He's really funny. He is. <laughs> He's the one who recognized the guys when they came in. Yeah. You're a little <laughs> dickwick. Yeah. <laughs> plays with his brick. Don't it smell? Just make you sick. Oh, God, man. He's so funny. So she's pushing to him, and they were like, do you want to play? Want to swing with us? And the guy's like, sure, I'll, I'll go on the swing. And this is how, like the attitude she has oh he's gonna swing with us he's gonna swing with yeah, us and yeah. she says it like eight times yeah and then they're like they're pushing him on the swing they're pushing him and at one point it gets really high and it, it's overlooking the cliff yeah like the water is right the water and the rocks are right yeah. behind him and he's like all right i'm ready i can go down now and then uh the guy from house of a thousand corpses go upstairs with a big pair of scissors boom. just boom cuts it and he flies off to his death and you're like, holy shit, these guys are just going to kill people yep. one by one. Yep. And then you don't realize, oh my god, there's a third brother. Yeah. And the third brother's great. He's he's really, he's huge. And if you've watched Star Wars or Raise a Lost Ark or uh, several other movies, mm -hmm. uh, but those are the kind of the big ones. He's the one who played Porkins. Yep. It's the only name they had for him on his, I can't believe they actually put it on his suit. Porkins. He was the big fat guy that was in the X-Wing. Yeah. But he was also in Raise the Lost Ark. He was the one that showed up at the school and gave him the job to go yep. look for the Ark. Yep. Uh, he, and he was in uh, Batman. Batman. 89 was, uh, Batman. A card, right? Eckerd. Eckerd. Yep. Hey, Eckerd. Hey, think about the future yeah. and he shoots him. That's yeah. a croc. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that great line. Well, he was probably the best actor in the entire movie because he had to like whine and cry and he played like a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And it was very strange because he's this big it was, dude. It was kind of uncomfortable. It was. Yeah. And that's what kind of went around with it. It was the uncomfortableness. And then it even got more uncomfortable because the girl that was kind of unstable after her uh, daughter died, mm -hmm. they decided, why don't you stay with us? And she's like, yeah, I could stay with you. And then 
they dress up her in the same baby uh, doll dress as the other girl, and they're yeah. like twins. Yeah. And she's she's going right along, calling the mom, mom, and you're like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then something happens at some point, and she gets triggered, and then she kills each one of them like one by one. Right. It's it's crazy, man. And it really is. It was a wild movie that it was obviously obscure as hell. And, uh, I mean, somewhat low budget. I mean, it was all done at that house. Yeah. This could have been done easily in a month by these guys. They, they got some decent actors to come out and do it. And it got no love. I don't it, I don't think it came to the movie theater. I you think saw, it came to so, the theater? I don't think so. I, I saw this literally uh, on demand. We recorded it. I saw it yeah. on demand once. And that's the last time I saw it. So that tells you how long yeah. ago. This is back when I was renting movies and, and playing. On demand was great because they only had, like, 10 or 12 movies circulating at once and then another week it, it it increased and everything but when like i remember when uh when full metal jacket dropped i remember it was the same time as suspect be, uh, with dennis okay. quaid right. because they ordered uh sus my parents called and ordered suspect and full metal jacket started playing and i had to leave the room okay. i was like son of a bitch i was about to watch suspect with these people because but they rented the wrong movie and they certainly wasn't gonna have weren't gonna have me uh little Christian boy watching Full Metal Jacket. Why not? Would have warped my head. That would have definitely I'm not it. Justin's dad. That, the, begin, <laughs> the beginning of that is is tough. Up, up until yeah. the end of the drill, the, you know, the, the drills. Oh, uh, yeah, that, doesn't, that comes in. I can watch their hairs, their heads getting shaved, and that's about it. Okay. Because they go from the head shaved yeah. to him walking down and talking to the troops. Yeah. It yeah. gets just brutal right after that. Yep. But, yeah, American Gothic. If you can find it, search it up. Look for it, man. It's awesome. I hear that. Oh, am I up? Yeah, you're up. All right. <laughs> I I'm hear gonna, that. Um, I'm all over the place with this list. I, I thought of what I was going to do, and it's still last second. Uh, I'm going to go with a recent favorite of mine. I know I've briefly talked about it in the past. I'm going to go with uh, Hatchet. Hatchet? Yeah. Hatchet? I'm yeah. always about talking about Hatchet because I feel like <clears throat> a lot of people are not educated about Hatchet. I, maybe now that there's four of the movies out a little bit more, and you yep. might have heard the name Victor Crowley. Yep. But... I mean, it's it's very underrated. Uh, it's a local movie. Uh, Adam Green, who uh, is from Hawk, Hopkinton, Mass, uh, Austin, excuse, Austin, Mass. Uh, he's the one who, who put this one out there for us. Uh, he's got a little bit of a, a past too, because yeah. as you know, he made Frozen, one of your favorite movies. I love Frozen. Yeah, yeah, I do. That not the and not the, the Disney not the Frozen. Disney Frozen. Don't, don't get him confused. Don't get him confused. Don't but, play Frozen for your kid. Unless, no, that had to have happened at least once. Come on. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure. Just to mix up at the video store. Like they have. You gonna go out and play Frozen? Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. If but you don't know what Frozen is, man, look it up. It's great. Definitely a good movie. Uh, Hatchet was just over the top gore returning, and it was, uh, you know, it was an homage to to the eighties horror, the slasher hacker films. He definitely. did what Quentin Tarantino did with those seventies stuff. Exactly. He searched exactly. out some of the he brought biggest them all back. names in horror. Tony Todd and uh, Robert England, and of course Kane Hodder, yep. who's several roles in that. Yep. Jason. Uh, yep. The best Jason, seven, Absolutely. seven on until until yep. yep. uh, X, I think. Uh, he was in, yeah, he was X. He was X. That was the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Then X was Freddy vs. Jason was his, uh, the movie he didn't make. Yeah, which so. Derek Mears is really good as Jason now too. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't in that one. That was um, Kersing, uh Yeah, Ken. Oh, Kersinger. they had a, they had someone. Ken Kersinger there, huh? is uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one. He was in. Um, Sometimes um, I don't even include that into the Jason. Wrong Turn Two or something like that. He's one of the, the ghouls yeah. in that. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's. I don't really a, include Freddy versus Jason into the Jason franchise. I don't know. I, I like the movie, I, and they Robert. It's in Rob, the box set, obviously, too. But. Yeah, yeah. Robert England's good in it too. There's there's very good parts of that. That's more fun than some of the other ones, I think. Did I tell you, I found uh, I got one through eight plus the bonus disc and the remake all singly from somebody on eBay from this set from, the, from that set. No kidding. So I just don't have the outer case, and I don't have 
10, Freddy versus Jason, and uh, Jason. The, re- the remake? Uh, the, no, the, I have the remake. Okay. I don't have Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, okay. So I'm All missing right. those three. So you're missing the three worst ones, basically. Yeah. But, and if I ever see him pop up, I'll, I'll snap him. Yeah, but yeah. this guy was selling them for like 50 bucks, all oh. of them. And I was like, I'll take that all day long. I, I don't think Freddy vs. Jason is any worse than uh, Jason Goes to Hell, honestly. I think Jason Goes to Hell is poop. It's horrible. But I, don't, I still think Jason Goes to Hell, just because of the scene in the the tent, is way better than uh, Jason 10. Yeah, the the right tent, though. I mean, the right scene in the tent, because the other scene is is not even there. When they when they cut it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking terrible. about that scene. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, uncut, the uncut scene. scene. Yeah, but that Jason Ten, I hated. Oh, that was probably the worst one in my opinion. I still like that one. It's really? so campy. Yeah, oh, it's too campy. It's it's still Kane Hodder though. Yeah, it is. Still I mean, he had fun. some bad movies that he had to work with, but he was still. Ooh, that was he a was bad still one, good though. in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you think about it, all of them, are everyone that he was yeah. in except for Seven were kind of bad. Yeah. But it wasn't because of him. It was because of the, the no. Act, it's never because of him. No, he is Jason. He is Jason. Uh, um, and they even gave Derek Mears the uh, a job in Hatchet Two, right? Which really good. Yep. I loved Hatchet One, Two, and Three. They were all really good. Yep. Victor Crawley was a steaming pile of shit, in my opinion. But the other three were <sighs> yeah. all great. Victor Crawley was what? That was the one that he took over again. So that was the one when they were in the airplane, yeah, like ninety yeah. percent of the movie. <laughs> yeah, the first, at least the first half of the movie. <laughs> oh my right god! There. I was like, all right, just get, get the hell out, out of there. so we yeah. can see something here. Yeah, it was. That, that was, wasn't good. It wasn't. But I, I still have it in my collection. I've watched it twice. Got a cool it's, cover. It's I probably it's probably due for a third watching, just to say I did. But yeah. it's I'll watch any of them before that. But one, the first two, and one, three are all great. The first one was was unbelievable. The first time you see yeah. see how visceral it is and how how uh, gory. Yeah, it had been a, a while job. since we saw anything that gory. Yep, but they also made it kind of silly gory. Like it is certainly no, gory, it's campy. But it's, they're, yeah, there it's like we said, it's an homage to the '80s, and yep. the '80s had some of that, so they wanted to capture some of that. Exactly. And they, uh, they had a good story going through to the other two as well. So it was definitely they, a They even got just as good horror like alum for the other ones. Yep. Danielle, getting Danielle Sid, Harris. Sid was in it. Getting Sid, getting Sid Haig, getting the girl from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. 2. Stretch. Uh, even getting uh, uh, Jamie. Billy from, uh, from Gremlins. Uh, oh, Zach, Zach Gallagher. That's right. Because yeah. he was not just Rachel Gremlins. Harris too. Waxwork man, I love him. Yeah, in waxwork. yeah, waxwork was very. What great. other name did you say? Uh, uh, Daniel Harris. Yeah, Daniel Harris. Yeah, we had said. I said that Daniel. Oh, Harris. Did you? I love Daniel Harris. Huh. I'm we, hoping we she's coming back her, to save Halloween. We couldn't think of her name last night, so yeah. I figured I'd say it <laughs> again today. I, I'm hoping she comes back for Halloween ends and yeah. saves the day. Something has to happen there. Come on, you have to have her back. Told you, talk about. She's it again. the only one that makes sense to bring back. You know? Yeah, I agree. You're gonna bring back the fucking nurse? Who <laughs> uh, gives a shit? Right. Well, <laughs> or the so, little girl? <laughs> I know. So, supposedly she doesn't exist in the storyline, but we, we got to see something. How right. bad do you feel for the boy actor in that first one because they replaced his ass? With he's Andy the only Michael one. I think, yeah, he's the only one. Well, we need someone big here. Someone's gonna pop. Sorry. And when yeah. you went with Anthony Michael Hall, no offense, dude. I like the kid, but uh, no, I liked him a lot better in. With other, science, other stuff. Uh, Sixteen yeah. candles. Sixteen Breakfast Club. All three yeah. of those, man. Yeah. He, he's epic in it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, Hatchet, man. What is some of your favorite death scenes in Hatchet? Let's go that way. Oh, obviously the uh, the old lady wouldn't stop yapping. He, oh, he t- took and her the head guy and from Office Space, right up. being the de- uh, being her husband. Which one was that? He was the one that uh, that got hit by the car in Office Space. It was in a full body cast. Oh, the old guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he was in Grounded for Life. You ever seen that uh, sitcom with Donald Logue? It was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. He was the grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. I remember that. He was awesome, and she was actually in Old Roseanne. There was a great Roseanne episode with where her? Dan was having a was having a, like sexy dreams about a woman that looked just like Roseanne, and it she played the. Woman. No kidding. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that one up. Yeah, it's really funny. Huh. I've seen her in a few different things, but yeah, all all the actors were great. All yep. the all the kids were in it were great. Yep. Who was uh, who was the guy that was uh, oh, it was Bill Murray's brother? Joel Murray was in the not Joel, the other guy, not Joel, not Brian Dury. Oh, but the other yeah, guy. the one who looks like was he from, was he the one from Moving Violations? No, that's Joel. That's Joel. Okay. Yeah, I, I won't remember. Joel the Brian Dury, Doyle Brian and his Doyle. other one, the one from One Crazy Summer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah He's yeah. the one doing the uh, the filming. Yeah. The filming of like yeah, the, the two the girls, girls gone wild type of thing. Yeah. Oh, it was such yep. a fun movie. I loved it. Was. It was. And then the little uh, the blonde girl, and there's a little girl from Adam's family. That's right. That's right. I picked that one up. Showed last her boobs time. and everything. Yeah. So was, she was the uh, uh, the Girl Scout. Yeah. She was the annoying Girl Scout. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I got uh, you le- for is your lemonade made with lemons? Yeah. Are your Girl Scout cookies made with real Girl Scouts? I definitely got you to thank for the. For the hatchet reveal yeah, for me yeah. because I, I wouldn't have known about it. If no. There was so many bad horror movies out there. If I don't hear about it from somebody, I'll right. probably and, avoid it. And you got to be honest. The name like hatchet sounds like it's a little generic, so yeah. you wouldn't think twice about it. And I, I first heard about it from a friend of mine. It was before it came out when I when I saw it. I was just astounded by how much I liked it. Yeah. I watched it several times. So you were you watched one before even two. You oh yeah, I watched two I, came out. Hatchet uh, came out. Um, they come to the theater. Locally, yeah. Locally. Yeah, and he always had like uh, filming parties. Cause, yeah, he's a super know. nice guy. Yeah, he is. At cons, I've, I've he met goes him. to cons. Wicked, and, wicked uh, nice guy. Yeah, super. He's into, uh, he's uh, obsessed with dogs and dog charities. Yep, he's and he's, he doesn't do anything for uh, for money. He says you, if you're going to give him money, it's going to go towards the charities. Yep. Really, really nice Yeah, he'll do guy. that with autographs and everything. Yep. He's got like a donation thing, and he brings yep. his dogs, and he's a good guy. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right, let me look at my uh, my sheet here, or it's on my phone. Um, I'm going to talk a little 1982's Basket Case. Okay. Now, I can, I I found this out earlier this week that you had never seen Basket Case. I've never seen Basket Case. I cannot believe I, it. I looked at the, the cover for it in the video store several times, never uh, picked up and watched Spawned it. Spawned like three or four of them, for sure. I think there was four. My friend Mike Farrell, shout out to Mike Farrell, I uh, went uh, to Port Charlotte uh, High School with him. Uh, back in the early 90s, and he was obsessed with garbage. Hmm. Like, music and movies, stuff no one had heard of or no one liked or anything. And I, I always loved that type of guy, you know, that will go yeah. to the, that stuff. And I was like, you like what movie? And he was trying to explain to me the Basket Case movie, and I had watched it and thought it was absolutely ridiculous back then. And then it hmm. used to be, I would be talking <clears throat> horror movies, and he, he under his breath, he said, it ain't no Basket Case. And it used to just be this mm-hmm. funny thing it's between us joke. both. Yep. And uh, then l- later when I got older, I went back and rewatched it, and I could appreciate it for, like, the indie movie that it was. And I was like, mm. all right, this movie is bad, but it's just, like, it's good bad. Yeah. For sure. I found those. And if yeah, found if you look those. up, like, some of the trivia, it was made for thirty grand, which is what we were making, like, wow. our independent films for in, like, 2007. So, the 82, 30, 30 grand is still a decent amount of money. Yeah. And it all went to the special effects and stuff in The Puppet. So what's actually going on in this movie, and it's low budget. I'm talking low. And uh, the acting, no one you've heard of. They just threw them in there. Uh, and I, Maybe they have had one or two roles, but everyone's bad actor, and the, the effects are really goofy. And the story's pretty goofy, but it's fun and, and the same. Mm-hmm. So he gets, he grows up, and uh, this one kid, and he has a conjoined twin on his side. And it's it's like an unformed conjoined twin about the size of a basketball on his on his like around his waist and it's got a face and it's got arms hmm. almost like krang you know how kind of krang is <laughs> yeah. and, and that's attached to his side 
And that's then he fun. goes to that's a doctor. Fun parties. And they've got like pictures of the, uh, or they, uh, the kid is like, uh, they have flashbacks. So we see the kid listening to his father talk to the, uh, talk to the doctors and say, just kill the thing on his side. We don't give a shit about uh, him. He says, that freak needs to go. We need to just have our son back. And this is the way to do it. So he convinces these doctors to, to put the son under and then lop it off. Huh. And then the, the kid went out to like into the, uh, the, the hospital waste and pulled the, uh, uh, the somehow still alive uh, thing what? that they've lopped off his side and he carries it around in a wicker basket what? and he feeds it hot dogs and what? he opens it up <laughs> exactly he's feeding this <laughs> like his his lopped off conjoined twin named Blyle his name is Blyle, Blyle and he calls him that and he's got a lock on the wicker basket and everyone asks him it starts with like he's he checks into like the sh- shadiest motel you've ever seen and oh, so he's not going home now. No, he's not going okay, home. Well, yeah. he's an adult now too. He oh, grows okay. up. He was oh, like a right, teenager, right, and he probably right. ran away. I can't even remember the details of that. But there's, we're seeing him as like a 25 year old. When did he rescue this thing out of the the way? After like, right, right after, after it like had Rathwoods? happened, okay. I think it happened when he was like a in the late teens. Okay, so all right, all right. he rescued it. Then he, I guess, hid it from his parents for a while, and okay. then he was off on his own. He checked wow. into a shady motel. And like no more than uh, uh, or no less than five people on the way up. What's in the basket? Nothing. Clothes. Yeah. He's got a lock on it. Okay. Right. He goes up there and he. That's the first time we see him. He opens it and they keep for a while during the movie. They keep us from seeing it. Yeah. Till it it's balls on out there and they use it as a puppet. They do stop motion animation and I think they do straight animation at some point. They used okay. every trick to try wow. to do things. Wow. But they were pretty gratuitous with the nudity too. Like they uh. Bly would get super jealous because he had to stay at the hotel room while his brother was out there drinking. He was like uh, meeting these girls huh. at the hotel and everything. So Bly at some point snuck out of his basket, out of the room. Now he does he he doesn't have legs. He doesn't have legs, but okay. he just moves around, kind of shimmies around the floor, and then, awesome. cl- and then climbs up like the comforter and shit. <laughs> so at one point, there's a, there's one of the neighbors that we got to meet. And uh, she's she's sleeping with her top off, and all of a sudden you see a little hand come up. Oh my god! And Blyle's like grabbing her boob and everything, and she wakes up screaming. But Blyle had jumped out of the window, and yeah. uh, and now he's making his way back, shimmying back down to his apartment where oh the kid god. is, and it's friggin' out there, dude. It sounds it, it, it is crazy and it's get... wild and it's bloody. This scenes where he's like slitting people's throats and they just they just dump the blood out. Was the booby girl one of them? Uh, yeah, I think they Aww. killed her. Uh, I think they ultimately killed her, but the the tenants the tenants didn't know why everyone in the hotel, the shady hotel, were dying, and it was all because of Lyle. And yeah, it was ridiculous. It, it was funny. It, it sounds and they, fun. They spawned like three or four sequels uh, huh. from it: Basket Taste Two and Three for sure. Yeah. I know that, but I think there might be the fourth one. So, okay. if you see it come across your desk. Yeah, you might yeah. want to add it to your list because it's cheese, cheesy horror. Yeah, if I come across, I'll definitely pick cheesy, it up. Cheesy, easy horror, man. I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong there. No, not at all. All right, tell us what else we can't go wrong with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna wuss out on this one because it's one I love to talk about. I, I might have been just like you're gonna wuss out on it. I'm, if it's a good movie, you're not wussing out. I might have talked about it's a it wild a, a card. Anything goes. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, good. Yeah, love Jeepers. Hell Creepers. yeah! I don't think we've talked Jeepers Creepers. This this movie was one it's of those the movies. Theater. Loved it. I, I did too, and I'm not bullshitting you. I I. Broad daylight, I went home looking around corners. Oh yeah, that movie really scared me because it was something that we had never seen anything the like before. The first half hour, for yeah. sure. When they, Hell yeah. when the guy was following him, and yeah. when they went back to the pipe, yep, yep, oh, seeing what's in the pipe. God, and, yeah, everything. The truck he was driving. I love Justin Long too. He was like that everyman kid that you really, was. and he got and to a level of emotion. The facial expressions on him, yeah. he he just sold it. 
Unbelievable oh, movie. I love that. That first half hour is scary. Yeah, man. It, it really is. That truck speeding up behind him, the sound that, of it. The... That dark figure that was at least seven feet yeah. tall. Yeah. And, and then when you realize what it is, it doesn't really get any easier. No, it doesn't. Because there's something out there that we don't know about. You're just thinking maybe it's a big dude just, just doing some shit. Yeah. And it, it was some kind of gargoyle-ish thing. That had wings. That had wings. It was scary. It was it, crazy. And when they first showed him in his full uh, glory, holy crap. It was, now, did the town folk know about it? I can't remember that. I don't. I remember no, when, they I don't had, think so. when they went to the diner and started freaking out. They were the only two freaking out. No one else was like, "Holy shit, what's well, wrong?" Well, they this? were also they saw something. Yeah, no one that's else true. Saw it, um, but they didn't seem too too freaked out by any of it. You're right. Yeah. So l- yeah. let's go back and let's talk w- what that first half hour was. So him and his sister are just driving through yeah, on she, a trip she, or something. She uh, she went and picked him up from college and she was bringing him back home. That's why he had all of his laundry in the back seat, so his parents could do it for him. And it was just one of those like wrong place at the wrong, wrong time, seeing would, the wrong thing, and having yep. the person that was doing the wrong thing see them. Yeah, see exactly. Them, see him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they were. And, they what, were and what did they being see? Did see? They were, he was dumping something. He was dumping what looked like he thought uh, bodies in, into what looked like a pipe, and yep. that's all I saw. And then he kind of throws the bag down and that gets truck, in his truck. Became legend too. Yep. I mean, like yep. a famous truck with, with the horn and everything coming after him. It really had a like a like a Spielberg duel feel to yeah, it. Yeah, did. Know, that, yeah, that that, that Very impending dark, doom. Yeah, you don't exactly. know who's behind the wheel. But yep, it, the windows are all blacked out, and it's just this. Didn't this, take him long to catch up either. Nope, nope. <laughs> he was souped up in that thing. And I uh, caught up to him and uh, kind of ran him off the road, and that was it. Well, they got away at some point because I remember them; they were super happy, but yeah. then decided to go back to the that, park. That, that was when he ran him off the road. Yeah. They turned around and got like, what if it was you in that pipe? Would you know that someone was coming for you, trying Fuck to help that. you? Fuck that. I go to the cops first. So they, they went back. They didn't know where the cops were. Yeah. They had no clue. They were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So they had to go back. I still would go to the next town. I would too. There's no way I'd go back to the pipe. And that's no. perfect, though. I, I yeah. have no problem with directors and filmmakers having want to their characters like do that. things. Yes, because some people no do different do. things. Yeah, as long exactly. as one person probably could do that, and that's fine. Yeah. And if you're having the audience scream at the screen, you dumbass, then you're a winner. Exactly. You've won. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When the crowd becomes interactive, oh yeah, you're good. But uh, yeah, they they got away. Then they went back and they looked in the pipe, and it turned out to be um, a kid who looked like he had a scar on him, big cut on him. Yeah. And as as you realize what's going on, there was more to it than that. Yeah, there was there was more bones. More than meets the down, eye. There was more bones down there than you would ever think there was down yep. there too. Yep. Uh, did you enjoy the second one? Uh, yeah, I, I thought I it was did. good. I loved Ray Wise in it. Yeah, I, I thought he was very good. At, he was the uh, he's vengeful, also a wild ven- man. <laughs> the vengeful father for his uh, son disappearance. Yep. Uh, he was very good in that. He became the hunter. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, third one, I'm not even going to talk about it. it I don't awful. think I even saw the third one. It's straight to sci-fi, I believe. It was terrible. Oh, really? It was awful. Yeah, Ray I Wise I was in it, too. images of him. They did something weird with him, too, right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, there was a different guy, for sure. I think he was a little bit smaller. And then Ray Wise was... was uh, he, yeah, he was... He couldn't even save it. Oh, really? Yeah, That's unfortunately. Sad. He was, did great in the second one. Yeah, I definitely. He, definitely. I always love him. He's Laura Palmer's dad, so he just... And, and I love him in RoboCop. He's so Oh, yeah, RoboCop. yeah, yep. Yeah. One of the bad guys with... You got him, Clarence? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I I was going into it when I saw it in the theater, thinking this is going to be just Silly. some, you know. But there's nothing else in the theater. Why don't we see it? It's a good horror yep. movie. Maybe yep. it'll have some scares and everything. And I took a girl who was like I was friends with her roommate, and her roommate uh, and my friend was off doing something. I was like, Hey, you want to go to the movies? I'm going to go see the horror movie tonight. And she's like, Yeah, let's do it. And we got out going, Man, that was better than we thought it was. Yep. So that was pretty scary. At that's times. good. That's yeah, a good man. thing. It was really really good. Yep. So the end of the, the whole premise is that he's uh, he's hunting down and he could sniff out parts of people that he needs to stay alive and 
he gets a, an eyeball shot out, he can find someone else's eyeball that will suit him for Damn, a year. Damn, I forgot come. all about that. And he was, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. basically like eating people's body parts, arms, everything, and he would regrow whatever was bad on him. God, I need to rewatch the second one. I don't so, remember the second one as well as the first one. The first one I really remember well. Yeah, that was such a good premise. I remember the Ray Wise stuff with the gun and all yep. that type of stuff. But yep. yeah, other than that. Yeah, Very it was good. good. I was surprised that the franchise, uh, I mean, it, it went on for a decent area. I've obviously didn't go past three, right? Yeah, that, no, that was that it. kind of screwed it up more. That was it, yeah. Oh, yeah. they could bring back that franchise. We got a new Scream coming out, so yeah. anything's possible. Very true. What's this, five? Yeah, five. Oof. Yeah, they're going to bring back the original cast, though, so we'll see how that works. All right, I'll go with my next one here, and I got a couple sequels on here. And the first sequel I'm going to talk about, 1989's Stepfather. Okay. Stepfather 2, Make Room for Daddy. Love it. I love that I knew Terry O'Quinn before he was John Locke on Lost. <laughs> Me that, too. That yeah. is stepfather, where everyone thinks the they one. know him from. No, yeah. the, the first Stepfather. The first for Stepfather, sure. for sure. The yeah. Rocketeer, uh, yeah. The Cutting Edge. That was another didn't, one where he was, the, uh, he was the dad in it. He played in a lot of stuff growing up. Hmm. And I always liked Terry O'Quinn. Yep. That first Stepfather, I loved. Awesome. Loved awesome movie. Love and this that one movie. was good. This one was I, a great sequel to I've it. Seen, I've seen uh, at least all the way through once and bits and pieces yep. several times. I, I like the movie And if you're unfamiliar with the first Stepfather, so he basically will be with, he's trying to look for the perfect family. family. And in what what's in his head is the perfect family. Exactly. You know, the wife is in the kitchen, you know, the uh, the kids are want to play ball outside yep. and they want to be a part of it and they're all sing together and you know. Yeah, kumbaya. Just a, the kumbaya family. And when he felt like he didn't have it, he would slaughter that family yep. completely. Kids Comple- too. Every, every one of them. Everyone, brutally. He would change his looks Shave, slightly. Shave as he's walking out the door. Take or... a different identity and he would just try to look for a new family. Find a new life with a new family. And we saw him do it like at the beginning of number one and and throughout number one and then towards the end start yeah. up a new one. Yeah. Until the daughter from the, the, the current family got wise to it. And I love her, man. She was in that cutting class horror movie with uh, oh, Brad yeah. Pitt. You yeah. that? Yeah. Always thought she was super hot. She had that like Demi Moore raspy voice yep. that wasn't from smoking. Right. It just right. she just was born with it. Yeah. And uh I, I I won't argue that they had they had a great nude scene with her at the end, which of stepfather. The which first one, she's taking the shower. Was not needed. Not at all. necessary at all. Not but, necessary but it was. It was. It kind of was. We, no, we needed it. Yeah, yeah, we needed it. Yeah, but it was Sorry, totally one of those. Uh, well, he showed up while she was in the shower. That yeah. part I get, but she must have uh, been all right with the nude scenes because she did one in cutting class too. Okay, uh, huh. so. And it was a great scene when she came out of that shower mm-hmm. and uh, just that whole scene on the staircase was cool. Yeah. But all right, we'll get to the... So that's the premise behind Stepfather. And it goes to Stepfather 2, obviously a pretty easy kind of uh, transition. But what I love about it is that at the beginning he's in the mental institute. So he has to escape that's from right. the mental that's, institute. That's right. Oh, wow. Yep. And so yep. he's talking to his doctor and he, he's making it look like he's making major progress. progress. He's giving the yeah. doctor exactly what the doctor uh-huh. wants. Because he's no dummy. Yeah. And the doctor is like writing something on the ground. And while he does that, he had already uh, like chiseled the shiv in like shop glass or something mm-hmm. like that. And comes behind the doctor and just stabs the doctor in like the jugular yep. and kills him. And he had already has he has like a I don't know I guess he made a pube neck uh, <laughs> like a pube mustache or something so he put this fake mustache on it's he's, gnarly he he kills a guard stole the guard's uh, uniform and just walked just out right. just walks right yeah. out and then immediately kills somebody by their car steals mm-hmm. their luggage and their identity and he happens to be like a uh, 
a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. So he just opens his own practice and immediately has like patients and shit yeah. and meets a realtor and starts a new family. Yep. And that's how it starts. And our girl from... Uh, Meg Foster, right? Meg Foster. I just remember those creepy and, eyes. And uh, Jonathan... Uh, oh, damn, man. He, he's dead now, too. I got to remember his name or I'll have to look it up. The kid from Ladybugs. Yeah, from oh, uh, sidekicks. Uh, yeah, sidekicks. Jonathan. Uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Damn, I gotta look him up because wasn't he, he in one of the um, uh, never-ending stories? Suicide, and it was so sad. He was in one of the never-ending stories, right? Never-ending story two. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, God damn it! Uh, Very good actor. I liked him. Stepfather two. Here we go. Let me look his name up. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Brandes. Ah, uh, Jonathan Brandon was—he was also on that Sequest. He was on there for that's right uh, several seasons. Yeah, great guy, man. And he just was seriously troubled with depression. I think he, yeah, he committed yeah. suicide. Yeah, uh, but he was young in this. He hadn't even gone through puberty yet. His voice huh. hadn't even changed. Yeah, he had like a little uh, kid voice. So he I, must have been I like remember that. he must have been like eight or nine, and he had. Uh, problems with the uh, with Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn, what really was his undoing in this? Uh, well, he ended up killing Meg Foster's ex-husband because he thought he was going to come back and move in with the family. Yeah. Uh, after Meg, he started kind of uh, being with Meg, and then Meg Foster's friend, who was from uh, Hatchet and uh, Hatchet Two and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Stretch. Stretch. Yep. I, I remember never remember her real name, and she's a classic horror gal. She's yeah. been in a ton of horror movies, and she's mm -hmm. really good. It looks different in every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she played, like, the best friend that was on to Terry O'Quinn in this and kind of mm. uh, knew he was on to things. Uh, but there were several scenes. Like, when he killed Jonathan Brandes's dad and Meg Foster's ex-husband, kills him on, like, uh, on this paper and just wraps him up and puts him in his own car and drives to the junkyard, puts him in the trunk. And uh, has a uh, compressed. And has, like, a demolition derby-type thing going on. And then, yeah, it presses the car down yeah, until yeah. he's nothing. And I remember that. He'll do anything, man. He... he after he comes from doing that, he's like whistling that like camp town races, yeah. and that was his oh, yeah. doing. But he always did yeah. that. The blind guy heard him do it, and he's like, he was like, I heard somebody leaving. Oh, this was after he killed Stretch. Oh, he killed okay. Stretch, yeah. and then left her backyard and went to his. And the blind guy had heard him uh, whistling. whistling that song. Well, he had already talked to Jonathan. Uh, he had taught Jonathan Brandes that song earlier in the movie. Yeah. So. Uh, when the blind guy told Meg Foster about the killer doing that song, she heard when at their wedding day, like they were about to get married yeah. in the back room when the mom's huh. getting dressed, Jonathan Brandis starts whistling the song and Meg Foster's like, where'd you hear that song? Oh, or uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name in this movie too. He had a, uh, oh, that's right. damn, I can't remember his name. No. Uh, well, Terry O'Quinn's character. It was like, that was him. And then he flipped, man. He had like that, personality like he would be doing like something a switch yeah and, like in the first one he was in the basement he just had to, uh, yeah, he's was, pounding was, at the hammer wood. uh yeah he's got yeah. a hammer and yeah. he's just going yep. nuts he does it in this one too right um stretch almost catches him doing it hmm. uh where he's just screaming his head off and everything so right. he's got a temper on him yeah so then they like he, they have it all out and like kill him with the cake knife and shit like that and meg foster and jonathan brenda's like walk out to the congregation waiting for the, her to walk down the aisle, but they're all bloody now and, yeah. like, ready to pass out. And you're like, what the hell happened here? Hmm. I was just waiting for it. I think there was a Stepfather 3. I think he wasn't in it, though. I don't it, think he came I, back for I it. I think there was two, and I don't yeah. think he was. But I mean, I think there was a Stepfather yeah. 3, but I don't think he was in it. No, and it wasn't good. Usually they get wise, like, all right, two's my limit. Stepfather 2 is a difficult movie to find, though. Really yeah. hard. Is, there's a lot of uh, foreign ones. Okay. I have a Region 2 one that's just waiting for a... Uh, 
region free DVD player. That is key. So, that is key in this business. Uh, but I did find it for free. If you're if you have Tubi, it's a app, a free movie app. Just download it on your Apple TV or Roku, whatever it is. PS4, and, I believe. Uh, PS4, you can do it on there too. Check out Tubi. They have tons of like obscure horror movies, obscure comedies, and Stepfather Two was one of them. And sitcoms too. There's a bunch of good. Oh sitcoms yeah, tons on of there. stuff. Yeah. man. I think GI Joe was on. It's there. It's easy to cut the cord these days with all these free stuff that they're offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pluto TV, Tubi, Crackle. Uh, there's one more Sling. Uh, yep. I think you can watch a little bit on stuff on. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah, it is definitely. All right, man. Thrill me. Oh, am I going? <laughs> That's a prelude. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> all right, Friday night. Oh, God, that's a perfect... We're going to take a shot to that one. Absolutely. <laughs> we got some uh, Jim Bean nips. If you're listening along and want to drink with us... Absolutely. This is the time to drink. It's five o'clock somewhere. This is one of our favorite movies of all time. Welcome to Fright Night. Cheers. Um, Fright Night, one of Aye. my favorite movies of all time. Great cast. William, oh, William Ragsdale. Great soundtrack. Barney McDowell. You got um, Amanda Beers. Amanda Beers, and of course Chris Sarandon, who I think is spot on one oh, of great greatest so vampires, good. especially in a a spoofy type of movie. Love this movie. There's nothing about it's on it. On my like. top ten. The soundtrack I just picked up it's an, it's a pricey one, and I I kid you not, you're gonna love it. It's like disco music for the most part. The, but the, that disco song, the two songs that played when he's at the disco. Yeah. I used to play this be this uh, cassette tape in yep. the in the car with my mom, and she made me. She would make me rewind it and play those two That's songs awesome. over and they over again. They were spot on. They were so good. That yeah. was my favorite scene in the movie when he's dancing with her. Yeah. That second song when they're dancing the second song. Yep. And she sees him and uh, doesn't see him in the reflection. I'm, I'm telling you, ninety oh. percent of that movie is like eyes. It's just them them doing all the oh. acting with their eyes. It's, You're not kidding when you say Chris Sarandon was incredible. I loved was, him in Child's yeah. Play. That was another movie that I yep. really enjoyed him in. Yep, me too. Uh, I like and everything I didn't care I've for him as much in like Princess Bride, but that was just the character. Yeah, yeah they made was, him a scummy. Yeah. He didn't like a Bordello Blood. He was okay. Uh, he, yeah, that movie. It's, uh, it, it, sucked, was, it was not good, but I, I liked, I liked him. He was he's everything. So everything he's done. He's, he's and he's good. the, I think, brother of Susan. Brother, Yeah, yes. brother of Susan Sarandon. Yep. Uh, yeah, he doesn't get enough play, man. He is so good. No, he was great in that. Everything, every Roddy McDowell, Roddy been McDowell, acting for years and yep. years and years. Planet of the Apes and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Hel- um, Legend of Hel- Hell House was a great one that he was in. Yeah. Man, there's yep. a lot of good Roddy McDowell stuff. I love Roddy McDowell. He's he's so good. And but and he, again, he's Peter Vincent, the great yeah. vampire hunter, and he plays his role on on a, a TV spoofy show and. It's it's just perfect, and then they have a vampire move in. So why not go get the the old guy who's William uh, Ragsdale? Well, yep. We knew him from Herman's Head. And I'm surprised yeah. anytime I hear somebody knows what Herman's show, Head was. Show awesome. Was. It was a great yeah. movie, and how we're not able to see it. I don't think it's on DVD. I don't think it's anywhere. You might be able Herman's to pull, Head. I think you can pull clips up on YouTube. Well, there's a few it. seasons of that too. Yeah, that's strange. Like that's where uh, what's her name, uh, Yardley Smith. Yardley too. Smith was, and yeah. that guy, that the big guy the, from Armageddon. Uh, the, the one that played his like raunchy self in his head. The heavy set guy. The heavy set guy. Wasn't he a Murray brother too? He was in Mario Brothers. No, movie? wasn't he a Murray brother? Oh no 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 no. He's he, not a Murray he brother. He talks just like him. He does, and he looks just like him. Yeah, too. Huh, he's been right. in a bunch of stuff. Okay. He was in Home Alone also. He played the. Yep. Uh, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Santa. He played Santa. Oh Claus. yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. Yeah, he's great. Of. He has. Yeah. He definitely has a distinct look and face. Yeah, I like him. I always thought he was uh, like an older bro- brother, actually yeah. younger brother. Armageddon. I loved him in Armageddon. Yeah. That he was, was perfect casting in that, and we yep. hadn't seen him in years when we saw him in that. Yeah. So yeah, it and I love the uh, the the Billy character who was in uh, what House Two. I think we know him from 
the guy that took really? the care ghoul? of Chris uh, Sarandon. The ghoul? Yeah, the ghoul. I don't remember him anything. Yeah, but House 2. House he, was, a long time. he was the House 2, not 1. Two. Okay, he was all his, right. He was his friend that showed up with the sexy model. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. wicked dorky, too. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the uh, evil, evil Ed. Stark, maybe? And you got evil, uh, evil Eddie. Evil Ed. Hell yeah. yeah. yeah 976 Evil. Yeah, yeah. I bought that from that guy in Pittsburgh, too. 976 Evil. That's a good one. I, I don't remember very liking strange. it. As, I remember not liking we it. We didn't as much really as understand it, I don't think. So maybe next the next viewing of it, I like. I think you'll like it. I, I don't think it was a fantastic movie. Was that directed by uh, Robert England? I kind of think it was. Oh, really? It was either directed by him or he was in it. Okay. I know he was affiliated with it somehow. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I've seen it like out. once or twice. It was yeah. it was decent. It was a sequel to it also. Yeah, I know. And I think he was in it too. Really? I think the kid was in it too. He didn't do much. Jeffrey something was his real name. I can't uh, remember it. Yeah. Je- yeah. Uh, Stephen Jeffries? Yeah, that might be it. I think Stephen it Jeffries. He was in that. He was in like a, a movie called Fraternity Vacation. Yeah. It was one of my favorite Skinny, Skin, Mat, uh, Skin Max movies. Oh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Fraternity I watched Vacation. it over your house. It was yeah. great. It had yeah. lots of nudity. Lot what of was the name of it again? Uh, Fraternity Vacation. That's right. It was on I the, totally uh, forgot Skin about Max. that. There Loved was that. no reason for that movie other than nudity. It was yeah. just a yeah. bunch of guys trying to get laid. Yeah. And he but was one, the dorky kid. Yeah, and one of the characters' name is Mother, which yeah. was it was like a, a you know a good-looking guy, and they called him Mother throughout the whole movie. Interesting. Like, really, that's just strange. Uh, I loved Miranda Beerson. This was probably before Married with Children. Or just uh, when it started, I think maybe? it was just before, actually. Because she was a teenager in this movie. Yeah. She was obviously an adult and married with children. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and she was awesome. She was she hot. Was very good. I love her transition once she became she was humble. the scariest yeah. female vampire the ever widens to be put across on her film. face. Check up the, if you're listening, check up the cover yeah. for Fright Night. It yeah. is an unbelievable She's in the clouds. It's, it's perfect. I'm pretty sure that's the print I got from you that yeah, you sent Yeah, it is. Me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this movie, man. It's such so a good. good. Such a good movie. It was like instantaneously my favorite like yep. vampire movie at that time. Yep. And then ultimately became one of my favorite horror movies. Definitely. What's your favorite scene from it? Um, Honestly, I think when they go into the house. Uh, after after everyone knows what's going on, oh, it's yeah. him and Peter Vincent going in the house. Oh, there's so many good parts and, in this movie. And man. the uh, the the fog starts creeping down the walls. And, and, and Peter Vincent doesn't believe it at this point. Right? No, no. He already now at this point he believes it because yeah. they've already been there. This isn't when they. Oh, kill that's the right. Kids. He's already killed he, Evil Ed, the uh, dog creature. Yeah, go in and there. he's already come in the house and he saw there was no reflection, so yeah. he knew. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he certainly knew after Evil Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, that was that was, that, that was a great scene. And then he gets to the top of the uh, the stairs. Oh. And he says, "Welcome to Fright Night." And Chris Sarandon's like snarkiness, the, the so laugh, <laughs> for real, yeah, you know, for real. <laughs> and also the scene when he comes to his bedroom, yeah, or Wait. when he talks with his mom. But now yeah. that I've been invited, I'm gonna stop by anytime I want with, with, oh, your, mother's with your mother's permission, kind of permission, of course. Of course, <laughs> oh, of course Mr. <laughs> He's Dandridge. so great, man. Yeah, yeah. you, you can want, tell. I, even you don't want to wake your mother in the window, man. You can tell this guy's a panty dropper, man. I mean, oh, he yeah, just says yeah. a couple words and whoop, yeah, there yeah, they go. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to wake your mother, Charlie, because it had to kill her too. Oh God, right? the way he said that. Yep. That's yep. he said that was so great. I yep. love this movie so much. I'm so glad good. You, I'm glad you picked it. Uh, I love the scene, and I'll tell you, there's a little story here. Apparently, uh, I first of all, I love the scene in the alley when he's yep. hunting down Ed, yep. and then eventually comes up to him. And, and it's just creepy as hell. You, I know they make fun out. of you, Ed, and they never will make fun of you again yeah. if you come with me and yeah. everything. Well, while he's going down, it was a creepy, dark scene. And uh, apparently my I was at, in Port Charlotte, and my grandfather, my mom's dad, was still alive. Yeah. And he was living a couple streets away, I guess. Uh, no, he was a little bit, not too far, maybe six or seven minutes away from our house. And apparently he tried to call, and the phone was off the hook, and he was concerned because he kept trying to call, and there was no phone on the hook. And it was just tripped off the hook slightly, apparently. Right. That's why he wasn't getting through. And he had a uh, – and everyone was home 
I was there. I was in the living room. I was watching Fright Night, and yeah. that scene was on. And uh, he, instead of coming to the front door, which would have scared me anyways, because it was like at 11 at night. Yeah. That's the reason he was so concerned. And uh, He came to the he, window? No, he he had a... Uh, he had a garage door opener that we had given him. Oh, jeez. So all of a sudden, I'm watching this thing, and the garage door starts going up. And I'm like, why the fuck is the garage door no going shit. up? And all of a sudden, at the front door, the door opens. And my grandfather, at like this dark figure, is at the door. And he was like, oh, I'm, I just wanted to make sure everyone's all right. And I said, all right, you're going to be changing my shorts, for Christ's <laughs> sake. I was so fucking scared, wow. man. Wow. So I think of that every time that scene, I think of the garage door going up and him popping okay. out the door. Yeah. Uh, but I love That's it. I, I love when he turns her uh, and just that scene with them on the bed together and a great shot of when he bites into her yeah, and the blood trickles down her back. I've been talking to a guy in my shop who's a huge horror guy. It's, it's, it's his favorite movie. He always hears people debating that a Lost Boys is the best vampire movie. That has Lost Boys by leaps and bounds. I love Lost Boys. It's a very good sure. movie. It's, it doesn't even hold a candle to this. But he says that scene where he looks in her eyes and she... Gives herself yeah. to him. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best acted scenes. Like I said, all with the eyes, and it's perfectly done. Everything about that scene, it, it gives me goosebumps at how her, good that movie was. Her done. transformation, there was, it was yep. like a combination of very titillating to the scariest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Because she's and it happened wearing quick. like a sheer top. Yeah. And has probably the nicest set of boobs you'd ever seen under <laughs> a t shirt, too. Yeah. She really did. And I'm wondering if, I think those were hers. I, they used to joke on Married with Children that she was flat. I don't think yeah. she is. No. She, I, I think she's, she, because we saw her in a bra earlier in the movie and she had yep. a nice set of boobs. Yeah. So uh, she's wearing the sheer kind of shirt. So we're seeing her boobs, but she has the most disgusting face you've yeah. ever oh, seen God. on a human being. It's, it's like her gums are missing and she has the wild, wild, widest, like, joker. She looks grin. like, like the wild man from Big Trouble in Little China. The what man? The wild man. That's what they call the thing that the oh, yeah, yeah, ghoul yeah, 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 lives yeah, in the, the wall. Ghoul. Yeah, yeah, the ghoul. Yeah, that's yeah. What they call him the wild man. That's what man. they call him? I'm pretty Shit, sure. I never even yeah, knew that. I'm pretty uh, sure. But that's uh, what she looks like. That that wide face. Uh, it's almost like identical to that big hairy thing that's living and in the wall. And it's the front cover. It's the front yeah, cover of yeah, the she, thing. Yeah, because she's in the clouds. Ah, so good. Awesome. Great pick, man. Awesome. All right. Let's go with my next one here. I'm going to talk about one. What do I got? Two left here? Yeah. This was one that I. I remember loving as a kid, and I just got it from that guy in Pittsburgh again uh, with a, a whole lot of other horror DVDs. And I was like, I'm going to put it on my list to watch at Halloween. And I watched it around Halloween. And I was, this is, uh, whoop, I just missed the date. Let me look at the date here. So this is 1987's Hello, Mary Lou, Prom, Prom Night, Night 2. 2. Nice. I, I always can't stand when they, when they don't put the movie's name first and the sub thing afterwards. Okay. Like yep. Damien the Omen 2. Right. I always still consider it Omen 2 Damien and same with Prom okay. Night 2. All right. I can do it a little more with the Hello Mary Lou because we got a good rhyme going on yeah. there. Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. I loved it. Uh, and I don't rem I didn't remember much about it when I watched it. And when I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is better than the first one. I remember it being more gory. And, oh, and I think so the, the first one I don't, I don't like. I got to get that off my chest yeah. first. I don't like the first it's movie. It's all right. It's not the best. I'd rather watch Terror Train if I'm going to watch Yes, uh, Terror Train was my, yeah, definitely. I didn't, I don't know. I couldn't get my, my brain around the first one. So I didn't give the second one too much uh, credit. I, know, I have not seen it in probably uh, 15 years because you don't find it anywhere. Yeah, definitely pick it up if you see it. If you yeah, see it, snatch I, it. I, I would, if I absolutely. see it, I'll snatch it for you too because it is unbelievable. And uh, it. what's great about it for me, Michael Ironside, man. He's God good in everything. I don't everything know he's in. why we can't just uh, 
give him the greatest character actor award uh, ever right. is because he made up my, my like whole childhood. I loved Michael Ironside yeah. more than most big actors. Like I liked Michael Ironside more than I liked Pacino or De Niro. So you were like uh, what I am with Christopher Walken. Yeah. Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love him. I love Total Recall. I love The Watchers. My God, talk about a hard movie to find. Yeah. Wow. The, the only way you can find it is like paired with number two and it's like, that even that version sixty bucks. Okay. That, wow. that when this guy from Pittsburgh drops the Watchers, I will be jumping for joy. <laughs> I will be. Uh, you will never see me order something so fast. Do you have the? I the almost picked it. Uh, no, I okay. almost picked it up in Denver. It went for fifty bucks, and I was like, I should do it, man. Huh. And I kind of wish I had. They had it in Denver. Or you they had it in eBay? Denver at a shop. Really? Yeah. But for that price. No, like but to find it in the wild yeah. at a decent enough price. Yeah. I would have. No, 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 not decent it. enough. If yeah, it was thirty, yeah. I would have done it. Well, you're talking to someone who spent a hundred dollars on a transfer. Well, that's true. Never even heard of before you saw it. <laughs> Ooh, it's pretty yellow. I have to have it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if I see it again, I'm gonna drop the money. I eventually, I, I, since then and now, I had watched it on. Uh, it was on something. It might have been YouTube. I had seen it on, hmm. and I, I loved it just as much. It's so great. So I love Michael Ironside. Yeah. Uh, in any ways, and so him playing a bad guy, especially. And he wasn't such a bad guy in this movie. He just did a really horrible thing and it had to live with him. So the beginning of the movie actually started out um, back in like the 50s where uh, it was a big kind of prom dance going on at the school. Yeah. It was very similar to Carrie, except one of the, uh, the person who uh, played Mary Lou, she was very loose and like, uh, and like a smoker and a drinker, and she was uh, hitting on multiple guys at the place. And huh. she had gone there with Michael Ironside's character as a kid. Yep. They used a whole different actor. And uh, she, like, jilted him at the dance. He, like, opened the door, and she's making out with somebody oh, else. Oh, jeez. And she's like, hey, we just came together. We're not together. And then she ended up doing the same on that guy with another guy. We're like, whoa, oh. who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah, yeah. And she ends up winning prom queen, and she goes up on stage, and as she's on stage doing her twirl around, got her tiara and everything. Young Michael Ironside is in the rafters and just takes a match and just drops it down and it hits all her, uh, her, her outfit, her, outfit, her, her yeah, hair and yeah. everything else. And she just boom engulfs Damn. in flames in front of everybody. And he instantly feels bad about it. Oh. And he, uh, and they never really tell how this happened, but they ended up locking the uh, the tiara and her uh, prom dress, which was semi semi charred. I don't know how it's not completely gone. Yeah, uh, because she was like to a cinder on the on the fucking uh, stage. They locked it in this big chest and they kept it in the basement of the school. In, in like the drama department or something, and it was like locked away. That wouldn't be evidence at all. Yeah, and it's, it, I I don't question that, but I guess <laughs> you probably should have. So then they jump forward like thirty years, yep. and Michael Ironside's the principal. And the other guy that was, like, uh, making out with her feels guilty about the whole thing is a priest. Okay. And so they're in town. They're just doing a thing. And, and they're we're following now a whole group of stu different students. Mm -hmm. And a blonde girl that looked... She was really frumpy. They did a great job of making her frumpy at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because at some point she gets possessed by Mary Lou. And then she becomes, like, this sexy kind of bombshell. And she changes her look and everything. At the beginning yeah. of the movie, she looks like Tina Yothers. Okay. And at the end of the movie... She somewhat looks like a really young, sexy Bernadette Peters in a, okay. in a way, huh. uh, kind of like in the jerk, but she yeah, had that yeah. long kind of yeah. hair that she had and yep. everything. And I'll give it up to this actress. There's a scene in this movie where she takes out another girl in the girl's locker room and she is butt naked, like, hmm. 
like fully walking in the locker room, full the, the bush. Girl, this yeah, girl? The, the yeah. blonde girl. Yeah, full yeah. bush, full boobs, just out there. It's almost one of the most deliberate kind of, yeah, you can't question that this is going to be rated R uh, right, type right. of nude scene. And she's just walking around. But and, they're showing and, the, the, the full uh, change of the character, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's comfortable doing So at the beginning, this. she has, like, uh, uh, there's a disturbing moment in this movie, too. So she's got these, uh, like, very godly parents that are very strict, and you're going to read your Bible and everything like mm-hmm. that. And then we're gradually seeing her turn, because she ends up opening the chest. And it ends up, at first, it just... It just makes her kind of see shit. She's yeah. seeing shit through like Mary Lou's eyes, and when she okay. opens the chest, the picture in Michael Ironside's office because he's the principal. There's a picture that breaks, and it breaks right on Mary Lou's face, and he sees it. And he and he immediately knows, oh, something's gone on. He goes down the basement, so he must know about the chest. Yeah, so he, he, he hit it down. When there, he's probably. open, he yeah. knows something's going on. He goes to the priest, and he tells the priest what's going on, and the priest ends up coming back to Michael Ironside and says, something's woken up. we got to go uh, to the uh, see if she's at the cemetery and all so this shit. So it's definitely more of a possession movie. That's yeah, cool. it's, it's oh. cool, too. And uh, it starts killing the other girls, the blonde girls' friends, yeah. all around it. They kill her once with, uh, you know, those paper cutters. Oh. It, like, drags her. She ends up trying to fuck with the dress and alter the dress. Yeah. And it wraps around her and, like, pulls her on the other side of the fucking, uh, like, uh, oh, paper wow. machine. And, yeah. like, cuts her throat. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, we see this girl get fully possessed and... Uh, they go to the prom and everything, and Michael Ironside shows up with a gun. He's like, "I'm take care of this shit right yeah, now." Yeah, yeah. And he's up in the rafters again, and this is this is not the ending ending, so I won't completely ruin it here. But Michael Ironside's up there, and when she's accepting her award, the blonde girl, uh, and it was supposed to be another girl. There was another girl that ends up sucking the dick of the guy who's gonna tally the awards, okay. and she's like, "I'll suck your dick if you make sure I'm prom queen." So she does it. She sucks her, her his dick, and then goes back to the uh, thing, and he's about. And this is what Mary Lou, how the powers Mary Lou had. He's about to change it. She doesn't have to be in the room with him. She's like, she can tell he's changing the thing from huh. the from the ballroom. Right. and just makes electricity come out of the computer and like and, blow his eyes out. It was oh. creepy as hell, man. And uh, so Michael Ironside's up there, shoots her right in the fucking head. And she falls on the ground. And all of a sudden, a, f- a hand comes out of her chest. And Mary Lou comes out of her fucking body. <laughs> I don't remember that. Crawls out of her shit. body like a skeleton, turns her head. She's full skeleton, and, and they do some great scenes where they cut away to the crowd and they yeah. cut back, and she's got more flesh. Oh, away, she's more, more flesh. Oh, nice. And then it's stripping her off, and then it's that sexy girl, Mary Lou from the 50s, right there. Right. And she's just fucking tearing shit up. Okay. It was awesome, man. No shit. It was like carry on crack yeah it really yeah. really was it was really I, I haven't seen it in so long i gotta revisit that one oh, too so good oh, and it, way better than that first one you know people have that argument a lot which is and there's a lot more better horror sequels than the original more than there is like dramas or oh, I comedies agree. yeah you know? yeah i can't think of many for dramas or comedies no but like for horror movies like phantasm phantasm 2 is better than phantasm 1 i'm sorry agreed 100 I, I, I think it absolutely is and there's there's several movies you can pull up like that so yeah. All right, man, what you got? Is these the number ones? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. So what's the name of this pod? Oh, Fascinated with Films, what you got? What, what's the name of the uh, the episode? Uh, Isn't it? Thrill Me. With what, Wild Cards? Sure. Pretty much. With we're Wild doing, Cards? Yeah, we're doing Wild Cards. All right. This is a horror movie, by the way. Uh, okay. This is He's kept this one secret this whole time. Wizard of Oz. Really? Yeah. 
That's an interesting one. It's it scared me since I was a kid, and I I absolutely there's, know a there's lot of people. Certainly, an argument for. It. I made an argument earlier that Willy Wonka was a horror movie. so yeah, I'm certainly yeah. not going to turn and down. And this is my number one since uh, last week or two weeks ago when we decided. It did. It was this. probably one of the first things that scared the hell out of me. I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, you got the flying monkeys. You got the um, oh the, uh, the witch. The, the witch. The witch. Absolutely. When she comes off through the flame, and and she got injured through the flame during yeah. the movie. And and if the younger viewers listen to this, not. This was so, uh, she was Margaret uh, Hamilton, yes. was so scary in this that she had to go on Mr. Rogers with it without makeup, with her hat and broom, just to and tell kids, tell that she's explain not that horrifying. it was just a character yep. and that she was playing something yeah. because it was scaring the hell out of kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a weird moment on Mr. Rogers, but it was so. I remember that. It was so great. I remember It was that, a great yeah. moment. And. Before that, you just had your parents being like, "Oh no, it's it's she's just a exactly," and she was a nice woman in yeah, her life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she she was she looked funny every time you looked at her. Yeah. She looked silly, like just a happy person. Yeah, you know, uh, she she was that movie was introduced to me by my mother. Yeah, and my mother hated horror, but she introduced that in Jaws, two of the greatest horror movies ever in my eyes. Yeah, because I I truly do think that as a kid watching this movie the first time, everything about this movie confuses you. Yeah, they get taken away to this cra- crazy place. The black and white, the tornado, uh, you know, the tornado. Then it's all color, and you're in this strange land, stranger mm-hmm. in a strange land, and you're meeting these people who are trying to guide you through. Are they good? Are they bad? The uh, the wizard, he's supposed to be the good guy. Yeah. The first time you see him, you nearly shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so everything about that movie, when they go to the witch's lair, everything about that movie is scary. Oh yeah, they were, just leading up to going into the castle, you yeah. were just as scared as the cowardly lion. I exactly, mean, it was very scary. When the monkeys come down and start ripping them apart and everything, yeah. when she lights the, the scarecrow on fire. Yeah, everything about this movie is scary. It is. It's, I, I can't it, argue any of that for but sure. It's, it's also a very relaxing and, and mundane. Um, movie Our parents that, loved it. I mean, yeah. they grew up with it too. Yep. And this was a movie that they played on regular TV once a year. Once a year, every and, year in February, my mother had me yep. watch it. And we were allowed. We, my mom, made a thing where we were allowed to stay up and watch Wizard of Oz yep. and make Jiffy Pop popcorn yep. every year that it was on because yep. she loved it and she wanted to sit. And there it was and that watch family it. Uh, atmosphere that she was passing on to uh, to you. Yep. And my mother was doing the same for me. Yeah, I'm glad that she did it along with my mom. It was it yeah. was a gr- great moment, but it was also. I mean, yeah, I think we watched it way too early. I think they underestimated yeah. what age we should have been watching. But this they at. didn't look at this as a horror movie. Yeah, it's this true. was a fun time movie for them. Yeah. It was all like song and dance. Same with Willy Wonka. People don't yep. think that's a horror movie. That's a fucking scary ass yeah, movie, right there. It's a very right scary there, ass movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like you said from the get go, every time she came on screen, Margaret Hamilton, mm-hmm. you were scared shitless. Even when she was just uh, the old lady with the bike. Yeah, with the basket. Well, even, she was talking about taking the, Toto away. Seeing the feet curl up at the beginning, we're like, yep. that house just fell on somebody? Yep, hell yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, just take the shoes off, like as callous as can be. Yeah. And that, the, the munchkins were creepy, man. They, they were, were creepy, man. They the were. way they talked, the way the, they... The way the hair was, the way they were all in uniform. The way they... Yeah, the way they talked, especially. Everything's in rhyme, and they talk like this. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. It was crazy. Every Even the uh, the trees, the creepy trees, the, the, creepy the way trees. they threw the apples at them. Just the song when they're running through the opium field, I believe, is... They're out of the woods, and they, yeah. the way they do it, it's so frantic. That's a scary ass song, right Unsettling. there. Unsettling. Yes. Unsettling is a yes. good word for for this yeah. movie. When she flies over Emerald City, and it's like she's writing skywriting, surrender Dorothy. Yeah, yeah. That that is just a scare they're, on top of scare. You're hunting like a fourteen year old here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Oh yeah. I mean, we're, as kids, we looked at Dorothy as an adult, but she really wasn't. Right. And then you got all the real life horror that went on. Yeah. Behind the scenes. With and her the and, oh, sorry, we can't get you home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what? I can't get home? You're going to live here. Fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. You well, can do all these errands and we'll see what we can do. Oh, you did it all. Huh? Sorry. What I'm, was your I favorite can't... moment? What was the movie that you couldn't wait to, to see? 
Uh, I would say when they started walking on the on the uh, yellow brick road. Yeah, I think like right when she met the scarecrow. Like if I was yeah, right in the if same I was area. watching it as a yeah. kid and I could fast forward to a yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. Because that's when it got really uh, yeah. Because then the journey begins. I mean, those three guys were the only thing that made it palatable for kids, really. Oh, oh, those, oh yeah, those and, three and guys. Glinda, but yeah. she wasn't in it very long because. Carly Lyon was so good. He was yep. he was so good in this. But he, he made you feel he made they all made you feel at ease. Yeah, with all the craziness surrounding it. Yep, they were all yeah. very yeah. likable, very a- likable. Absolutely. You got to see him at the end without their makeup on. As, yeah, and as the, the uncles and stuff had, like that. Yeah, and at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. brief in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I own this movie, and I I I catch myself watching it a, a lot. You know, I probably should pick a point in the year to watch it every year yeah. too. Yeah, uh, because it it is one of those good ones, and, and it makes sense to watch it once a year since that's the way we grew up. with We it. had it in. February. It was like the middle of beginning of February, like maybe a week before uh, Valentine's Day, I believe. I think we, we need to pick that date. I'll yeah. start watching it. You could start watching it. Definitely. We'll start that trend, man. I like it. Because, uh, yeah, it's a fun movie, you know? It's definitely fun. It's It doesn't, you know, it obviously doesn't scare us like it used to, but it still has those, those spots that we remember being scared. And uh, it, it is horror. And from 80%. all accounts, from everyone I've talked to, the books are drastically different. Apparently, the books are like Lord of the Rings, huh. and there's like five of them, and there's these different worlds, and and no sh- you could go to different things, and it is vast. No kidding. So th- they're if I ever hear that they're making like a Wizard of Oz like mini series or something yeah. like that, I won't immediately freak out because apparently there is a big big world there that they reason that they, they, they do it. it. It's similar like when Disney uh, snatches like one of those old like uh, Cinderella or Sleeping yeah. Beauty, and it's yeah. they're, they're taking something and obviously they're putting music to it, and mice are making clothes and shit right. like that. It's right. obviously they're Disneyfying it. Yeah, yeah. But there's a more horrifying movie out there. A yeah. lot of those early Disney movies that were dark, dark, dark. Course, and they yeah. just lightened them up with the music and, yeah, the, and yeah. the animated animals. And and I, I don't remember very well. I, I've only seen it once or twice, but when they did, did Return to Oz, that yeah. was a scary movie too. Oh, the one with Fruza Bog? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was creepy. I bought well. it too. I recently bought it. I loved it. I might have it here somewhere. Creepy. I know. Creepy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, they didn't do this in, unintentionally. No, this, no, no. This is supposed to be some yeah. kind of fear to it. Yeah, that's it's, it's definitely honest, coming of that's age. That's even more of a horror movie. That's that's the direct horror sequel. To right. This, thing. <laughs> this is like come, kind of a coming to age yeah. thing too. I mean, she's trying to find her way in in the world and society and the most joyful one's probably The Wiz. <laughs> to be honest, with yeah, Diana no Ross, Michael Jackson one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> even that one had its scary moments. Well, Michael Jackson did, of course. Yeah. Who did he play, the Cowardly Lion or the Scarecrow? I can't remember. I have no clue. Yeah, one of them. I recently watched it too. Huh. I should know. Pretty sure he, he maybe was the Scarecrow. Okay. I think he was. Huh. Yeah, Wizard of Oz, great pick, man. Wouldn't Thank have you. guessed that. You were, hey, guess my guess my pick. Yeah, that ain't, wouldn't no, be on you're the gonna list. Gonna get that, though. okay. Good. But what, similar with Willy Wonka, when I get home, I'm making some genre changes in my DVD collection. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm moving Wizard of Oz to horror, and I'm moving Willy Wonka <laughs> to horror because they, I swear to Christ, they belong there. They belong <laughs> That's exactly where they belong. All my stuff's in piles anyway, so <laughs> I don't have to do any of that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with a fun one, man. And I hadn't seen this for a long time. Uh, directed and written by the great Mike Decker, who a lot of people know from Monster Squad. Monster Squad oh, is, such a good is, movie. His, is one of his epic movies. But yep. before there was Monster Squad, uh, I want to get my dates right here. And I just introduced Monster Squad to uh, Angela for the first really? time. She loved it. Oh, look for, loved it. Looked throughout the house for a half hour for it, because I know I have it here somewhere. I go, well, I guess we can't watch it. One of my DVR, which... By the way, my DVR it's on in my the, cable box. It's in the box that I gave you, though, or the, uh, the oh, supercase. Oh, yeah, that was, at, that was at the yeah, shop. Yeah, that's We true. were here. So I, I go through my uh, DVR, which my cable box is probably 15 years old because of this DVR, and it's on my DVR. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff from like 10 years ago. So take that, Jay. Yes, yes, Jay. <laughs> I don't have a, a, a control that I can t- talk to, but I at least have a DVR <laughs> I can watch 15-year-old movies that I have here on uh, DVD. So 
1986, though, man. 1986, there was Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Awesome cover. I It was also in that video magazine I used to uh, uh, read all the time. And it was so good, man. Mike Decker is really good at kind of putting that teenage spin on. Almost very close to how... Uh, John Hughes did mm -hmm. with comedies because yep. you, you really felt it with Monster Squad. I mean, those could have been us. We could have yeah. started a monster club. The toys they yep. were playing with were toys that we had. Exactly. And they made the anim the creatures look really good. And same with Night of the Creeps, man. They had uh, the guy who played Rusty in European Vacation. He yep. was our main kid. And then he had a, his best friend uh, had MS. He had like, he was on crutches yep. through the whole thing. And he, he was the one from um, the. A remake of um, Hills Have Eyes, I believe. He was in that. Interesting. He's, he's been in some that. stuff. Oh, that's been, interesting. I think he was in that. he was in uh, Land of the Dead. Yeah. I think he was Rusty looks good now. He would never know. Oh, really? Him. Yeah, I looked huh. at him recently. I'll show you a picture of him afterwards. You'd never know. Huh. Uh, and I, I always liked him, too. So he was a great character to have in this. But for me, Tommy Atkins, man. Yeah. Love Tom Atkins, yep. man. If you're a horror guy, you know Tom Atkins. Even an action guy, man. I loved him in Lethal Weapon. I yep. loved him in uh, Halloween 3. I loved him in The Fog. I, mm. I just love Tom Atkins, man. He was uh, Escape from New York. He had a small role in. Everything he was in. He was just. Everything he's in, He was a man. good cop just, or whatever and he played. By far the best thing he's in is Night of the Creeps, man. Okay. He is so great in this movie. Another one I have to he revisit. Just, he just comes in and he has got this commanding role and he is. He just shouts the way he delivers his dialogue yep. off to people like he is the coolest person in the room. Yep. And every time he comes in the room and he, he looks at his guys and he, he wants to get the lowdown of like the crime scene, mm -hmm. he just goes, thrill me. And he lights yep. his cigarette and he, yep. he's waiting for the, the kind of breakdown of what's going on. Mm -hmm. This was another one that started with a, a moment in the 50s and then mm -hmm. jumped forward. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened in the 50s was you had a couple that were were traveling. Uh, uh, actually, there was a very weird sci-fi element to this movie. The very beginning, you saw these really short aliens running through their ship with this green liquid kind of vial in their hands, yep. and they eject it out of their uh, their thing, and it supposedly goes to Earth. Yeah. And we don't see those creatures ever again. They're like really cheesy-looking little Muppet-type things. Yeah. And then what happens is... It comes down like an asteroid almost, and this guy and this girl were... They're like necking in the car, right? Yeah, they were necking in the car, and they yeah. saw it happen, and where everyone else just flew away and got out of there, they traveled where the uh, the where asteroid came had gone. Down. Yeah. He left her in the car while he went and searched for yeah. it in the woods. And when he got in the woods, it just it opens up, and it's like this black liquid it's that so turns disgusting. into these like nasty like slugs. Le leeches. And That's very what, similar yeah. to like the hidden, yeah. where the creatures would go through your mouth. Yeah, uh, love that movie too, man. We never talk enough hidden. So in this movie. so gnarly. Such a great movie. The, these movies, the yeah. one things I I have a hard time watching. Yeah. The are uh, like the body hidden. horror. Yeah, type uh, things, yeah that uh, um, what was the one with um, um, uh, Rooker? Oh, uh, oh, with Squirm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, the uh, wasn't Squirm. What the hell? It was the one that uh, that Nathan Fillion was in. Slither. Slither. Thank Slither. You. Yeah. So you probably and that was body horror with yeah. like people's bodies. Yeah. It wasn't as much of that in Night of the Creeps, but it did have the way it entered the bodies. Yeah, and that, stuff that's like what that. gets me. Yeah. So the slug went right into his his mouth, and then yeah. we don't see him again. We go back to the girlfriend, and the girlfriend's in the car. And she's in the middle of nowhere on the side of the road. And yeah. all of a sudden, they, there's a news station playing Escape Convict. It's uh, just Escape from the Mental Institute. And it's yeah. at large on uh, 
uh, Charles Street in uh, in down by the uh, the airport. The, the and all of a spot. sudden, she turns the lights on to the side in front of her. It says Charles Street Airport that way. Yeah, she's yeah. like, holy shit, he's right behind you. Yeah. He comes behind her and just kills her in the head with an axe. Yeah. Dead. And then they jump forward. But at some point, we jump back to see what happens right after that woods. And what happens right afterwards is Tom Atkins, who's a who's like a beat cop at that point, yep. is coming up behind the guy with the axe. And he had already chopped her like 30 times. But yeah. he can't stop. His hand's just going down and down. Yeah. And Tom Atkins is right there and just like kills the guy. Uh, but obviously, he sees the, uh, the aftermath of this poor girl on the ground. Right. What we don't realize is they... The, the government takes the guy they found in the woods with the uh, with the uh, worms in, or the slugs in his uh, mm-hmm. in his mouth and suspend like animation him in like a lab where he's like stretched out like Luke Skywalker when they're repairing him after mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Yep. And actually, da- uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, David Palmer plays the uh, the scientist. He's a, that you remember Payback with Mel Gibson. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, man. He's been in a couple different things. He was in Quiz Show and a bunch of stuff. He's a really good actor. But he, he was in charge of the lab. So what happens, we, we jump forward, similar to, like, uh, Hello, Mary Lou, and we see the current kids going to that school, and they... Uh, they're all rushing the sororities and the fraternities and everything. Yep. And, and that's what Rusty and his friend do. They were like, hey, let's try to get in the beta house. You yeah, know, that's yeah. where everyone's going. Yep. And the betas give them like an impossible task. They said, we want you to find a dead body and drop it on the lawn of like the, the Lambda house or something like huh. that. And uh, they go to the lab and they 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 find the body that's suspended and everything. And they, they hit a button and it turns off and everything. And they get scared. They don't take the body. They get scared and yep. they run away. But the body stands up and it, it goes. Of course. And it, it ends up going to like the sorority house and like dying right outside. But before it died, it fell and it let all, the, the, let all the slugs out yeah. and everything. Yeah. And uh, then the betas said, Hey, we didn't tell you to drop it at the sorority house. And we're like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. We got scared and ran away. Yeah. He said, Well, something happened at the sorority house and everyone's freaking out and everything. And about that time, that's when the slugs start entering, and it enters yeah. through your mouth, man, yeah. and it will it will come up your leg, and it will go, in, and that's what happened to his friend, you know, it yeah. went up his leg. Yeah, he was tra- he was trapped in the corner because he fell off his um. His yeah, he was in a toilet. He was in like the, the oh, bathroom was it? stall. Okay, remember right. he saw one in the ground, and he took a match and he lit it on fire, and it and it died. So at that point, you realized, oh, fire can kill yep. these fucking yep. things. Huh. And during this whole thing, Tom Atkins is trying to figure out what's going on. He figures there's a connection with the thing where From, he was a beat cop when yeah, he was younger. And uh, and he just knows a lot of stuff, man. Uh, I, if I can uh, record the line, maybe it's already the, the, maybe this episode has already started with this line because it's one of my favorite lines from the movie where Tom Atkins is he shows up at the sorority house with his shotgun. He's gonna keep everyone safe. Yeah. He he remember he goes to the uh, the cop like. Uh, where do they keep all the stuff they find? Uh, evidence. The evidence room. Yeah. Dick Miller is working the evidence room, and Tom Atkins says, "Hey, I just I need a flamethrower." And he says, "You need a flamethrower." He says, "I just happen to have a flamethrower." So he yeah. gives him a flamethrower, and he's like, "I'm going to need the requisition for that." And he's, "Yeah, I kind of don't have it." And he's like, "Yeah, we're going to have a problem here. I need that." And then Tom Atkins takes his shotgun and. St- Sticks it in Dick Miller's head. He says, are we going to have a problem? <laughs> and the next thing we see, we see Rusty wearing the fucking uh, the uh, flamethrower flame and yeah. everything. So they go to the sorority house because everyone's getting infected. Yeah. Uh, there's a great line where Tom Atkins is looking out the window and he's got his, his cigarette in his mouth. He's like, oh, ladies, oh, ladies. Your dates are here. There's only one problem. They're dead. <laughs> yep. Such a great line from him, man. Or it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
and it's really cool. There's a great scene where he goes out, Rusty goes out with the girl that he likes, the the dark hair brunette girl. Yeah. And he's flaming always, him. Always the best, by yeah, the way. He's flaming him with the, uh, the flamethrower, and she's got a shotgun, and she's shooting the slugs as they come out of the heads. Oh, wow. So they're just going yeah, around yeah. and killing them all and everything, and they go back into the sorority house in the basement. And Tom Atkins has has a piece of duct tape over his mouth. And he's like, get out of here, get out of here. He's trying to mouth it to him and yeah. everything. And they don't know what he's talking about. And he looks in the corner and there must be a thousand of the slugs. Yeah. And Tom Atkins is pouring gasoline all over the place yeah. and everything. And he's getting ready to light it. Takes that thing off his mouth and thrill me. Boom. Nice. It's that match, man. Yeah. Oh, it's such a fun movie, man. You forgot one of the best lines, though. Oh, what is it? The old Asian dude. Oh. Screaming like banshees. I'm screaming like banshees. I love that line. Oh, that's great. That I do remember. Yeah, he calls him alfalfa and bugs yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, this, yeah. Look, this has got alfalfa written all over it. <laughs> God, Tom Atkins is so cool. In yeah, this movie, man. I, I revisit that one too. Yeah, it's so fun. They came out with a figure for that for the Blu-ray. Like, there's a NECA figure of, of Tom Atkins with his gun. No kidding. Yeah, it's very uh, rare. So obviously wow. if you see that, you're going to snatch it up. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. You definitely. have to have that. Yeah. I'll have to pull the picture up of that later too. It's, it's awesome, man. Awesome Sweet. movie, Night of the Creeps. It's one of those fun ones like Monster Squad. Yeah. A little bit more adult than yeah, Monster yeah. Squad. Which, Monster Squad's... Well, by the way, Monster Squad's supposed to be for kids and it's definitely not for kids. No. So it's always that little bit of But it is for like 13 or 14 year olds. It is, but I mean, you don't want anyone younger than that watching yeah. it. That's got some scary Night scenes to it. Night of the Creeps is more 17, 18 year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think Night of the Creeps I think was rated R. Where, where Monster was. Squad was not. It should have been rated better than PG because it yeah. was uh, some, some lines oh, and yeah. some good death scenes in that too. Oh. One of my favorite lines from my my uh, Uncle Rico, and also from Fright Night Two, playing a werewolf. Yep. But he played a werewolf, and uh, thing I just love Tomas when he squad. when he busts into the uh, police station, lock me up. Yeah. The way he screamed yep. it, man. Yeah, he was good. In I'm that. a werewolf, and I'm gonna kill people. Yep. You need to walk, lock me uh, up. Le- was it Laszlo from uh, Laszlo? Uh, yep. Yeah, from, yeah, from Real, Genius. Real Genius. Love that movie too. Yeah, that's Justin's. That's one of his favorites. Every awesome. time I think him, I think Uncle Rico, and he thinks Laszlo also. Yep. Nice. But I also think Monster Squad a lot. Oh, they made uh, all those Fred Decker movies, man. He made his creatures and his the zombies look great. In yep. Night of the Creeps and yep. all his monsters look good. Thank God for guys like that yep. make, to make us uh, see this these visual masterpiece. Yeah. Really good. The best Gilman you'll ever see. Since yeah, Creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That whole scene at the end of Monster Squad when he's taking those vampires out with the stakes. Yeah. And the little kids trying to read the fucking uh, book. The and book. Yeah. That guy's coming with the amulet. You're like, oh my god, this is stressful yep. as a kid, man. Yep. It was great. I loved it. Frankenstein so and both. Bogus. Bogus. Awesome. Yeah, the great, what the hell is his name? He he made a career out of playing uh, horror guys, too. He was in Manhunter. Hmm. Uh, he was in Easy Money. He played, uh, uh, what's his name? Was, uh, was his best friend? Ronnie Dangerfield's best friend. Oh, really? Friend. Yeah. Him and, uh, uh, and um, uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. No kidding. Think of me, you bum. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that guy. Huh. Yeah, he's been a lot of stuff. He's tall. Man. Yeah, he is. Really tall. He yep. was perfect for Frankenstein. Absolutely. But, yeah, that's good, man. Good picks. Thank you. I love it, man. Thank you. I love our pods up, man. Here, I love geeking out about horror movies with a fellow horror geek, you know? Yep. And surrounded by horror and toys yep. and just an awesome weekend. Such great things, man. I can't wait. So we'll come up in, uh, I'll come up in like April or March or April and uh, always we'll, we'll do this again. Absolutely. Do another horror thing. We always got a good horror pod in us. So. We might do the next one from the uh, parts I know once we get that thing up and running. Looking oh, yeah, man. Even more beautiful than it is. Yeah, once again, if you're in uh, Massachusetts or the Rhode Island area, you shoot out to Eastern Mass, uh, the Emporium of. Uh, 
retro mm-hmm. and interesting collectibles. Standing for Eric, yes. Accompanied by parts unknown next door. We got some good stuff or over there. Or check him out on Facebook. He, yep. He's got some really, uh, uh, the Emporium uh, has some really good videos that he puts out. You get to see the quality of toys that he's bringing in, video games, pop culture. Like, I... There's almost not a video where where I'm not texting Eric and said, put that aside from yep. here, or uh, how much you got on that, or this That's what we that. do on a regular yeah. basis. So great, man. If you're a collector or you just love that old nostalgia stuff, you got to check it out. Thank you. Uh, but if you're a movie guy, next week, me and Justin are going to do Character Actors Part 10. We have done, this will be our 10th Character Actors Pod. We have some really great, another, never have a hard time picking uh, character actors, too. Uh, I'll, na- I'll even tell you a couple that we're going to, I'll keep a couple uh, secret, but I'll name off a couple. Uh, character actors, which makes you think, how could they have not talked about these actors until the tenth one? Hmm. But a few of the actors we're talking about that are just like slide into that character actor role where they can play all sorts of different people: Vincent D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. Billy D. Williams, nice. Christopher Lloyd, yep. Daniel Stern. That's all I'll give you. I'll give you four, and those are all actually great actors. And that's that's the sign that we got to go. I like it. That's the wrap-up music. That's the wrap-up music. I'm not paying for that. I don't know who, that, <laughs> whose band that is. That is the shop's phone ringing. Oh, that's so, <laughs> Someone needs some help. <laughs> uh, but if you want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a message, fascinatingwithfilms.com. Uh, on uh, on or fascinated with films at gmail.com. We also have our Facebook page, Fascinated with Films, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, which are iTunes and SoundCloud. That's where you can hear us. So that's where you're listening to us right now. But until the next time me and Eric are together, or until next week when you join me and Justin, see ya. Adios. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> Screaming like banshees?